Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up for the day last night? Oh, you know? Do you, you teach yeah. English, but is it a day job? Is it a... I'm doing, I'm just part-time teaching um, flight attendants and um, oh, yeah? tutoring one-on-one and uh, some kids and some random schools, you know. I've been doing the radio like every day now, pretty much every 7 p.m. You guys, oh. California, are you guys both uh, West Coast or? I'm Central and you're Eastern, right? So you're an hour ahead, is that what it is? I'm Central. Or no, okay. me and you are an hour different, uh, there yeah. right now. I'm central. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I did. Well, I did a translating job. That was fun. That was cool. Just stuff I can do while I'm doing other things on the computer. So. That's but, cool. Um, yeah. One of my best friends. Uh, one of my best friends, Jason. He he met this girl. Uh, I guess sorry, like two years ago, out at Bethel. He was he was out in California for a while. He met this girl. She was from South Africa, but she lived in Taiwan. You're in Taiwan, right? Yeah. Welcome anytime. Yeah, she she lived in Taiwan. She teaches English out there for like the last ten years. And uh, when it was time for her to leave, they discovered that they liked each other, or whatever. And uh, so they pursued a relationship and stuff. He went. And he stayed out there for like two or three months, and then he went back out there for five months. And uh, he was wanting to get a work visa to teach English and stuff, but I don't know if that ever really worked out. But saying that, you can make pretty good money out there. It's okay. I mean, it's it's not it's not like you're going to be rich, but you can definitely make twice the salary of the average Taiwanese living out here. I mean, it's cheap to live here. That's the main thing. So, yeah. I mean, if you guys have That's any friends that are looking for a different... Yeah, you know, I mean, you guys could even visit, like, during the summer if you want. Just, you could make the money back of the trip, you know, travel around Asia. There's Taiwan's really close to all the other Asian countries, so you can just kind of use it as a base and go visit China and Japan and Vietnam and Philippines. And I don't really do that. I'm I'm kind of boring, but I just stay in Taiwan and work. And lots but of, you uh, used to live in China. Yeah, yeah. I lived in Japan. I speak Japanese decently, and then I lived in China. And then uh, now I've been in Taiwan for eight years. It's been Crazy. Taiwan, man. Watch out. Chinese, yeah. Taiwan is the original Chinese culture. It's the Republic of China that moved here to escape the communists. So it's quite an amazing place, actually. Yeah. Good to see you. This is this is so fun. Are we gonna go live soon? Like, can I just grab one coffee refill from downstairs? Yeah, I'm trying to get some stuff on my side ready, but yeah, you got a minute, uh huh. What do, do you guys want to, do we want to prepare anything? <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I mean, if we have any corners, I mean, but. Uh, what do you think? Other than that, I mean, it'd be good to have at least something to start on, and I'm sure. What should we, okay. It'd be easy to flow, you know. Um, 
I've been doing nothing but going with the flow. So I was going to say, you guys can come on my show and we'll just be like totally goofy. We'll think of a title later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just have a conversation and people are just going to be privileged to be a part of that conversation between us, you know, whatever it is. I mean, Oh, if it's your yeah, show, there'll be a lot of have Whatever the recent current stuff is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, each of us got our awesome. own different stuff in the forefronts of our minds, so we're just surprised, dump it out there. Sure. What we're going through, how we get Spiritual through. warfare. Yeah. How about your end, Dan? You got got any anything going on, anything changing as far as, like, your side of the battle and everything? Doing okay, man, before um, we go on air? Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm doing good. I my signal is like breaking up a little bit whenever we're all talking, so I'm trying to hit mute I'm whenever put, I'm not talking. Uh, um, I put my earbud in. And yeah, it. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. The Lord's teaching me a lot of stuff right now, and just kind of like getting me, getting me grounded back in the foundation, you know, and uh, just kind of opening my eyes to some things. Well, you we, you don't want to ask me that question off the air, man. Let's do it on the air. <laughs> All right, man. Just, just testing the waters here, Go dude. Get your coffee, man. I'll be right back. Have a breakdown, man. If we do, I'll rip my shirt to shreds. Hey, <sighs> okay, I'll be right back. I've cried on camera a couple times. So no. Oh man, that's awesome. Hey, my dad's a violinist. He cries when he's on stage a lot too when he plays. I'm learning. I'm learning how to do that. I'm getting in touch with my artistic side more. Get like it's beautiful. Uh, Alex Jones. That's right. Yeah, I'll get a new size puppy cup, and then you won't need the film. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys. Just All right. There. Yep. Huh? Yeah. Are you breaking up, or are you just making noises? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm up. Can you? Yeah, it's in and out though. You're not doing nothing. I think once we, I think once we got into the signal, started dragging it down a bit. I can hear. I mean, I can hear it kind of like started. Can you hear me, Bob? It's breaking up now. Um, you don't have any other programs running or nothing, huh? Nothing pulling the internet or nothing. How about um? How about you call in on the phone? How about you? Keep I don't have a phone working. Huh? I don't have a phone working right now. You don't have a phone. I don't have a phone work right now. Huh? What are you using? You're not using your phone right now. I'm on my phone, not hooked up. Like, I got issues with plan. It's on what way? Trying to think what I can do. Yeah, I wonder if I can get a Google, a Google phone number. A what? A Google phone number. You don't have a phone number right now? Like just on the internet? It'd still be pulling the internet, though. 
still be good? It's still breaking up, yeah. You don't have a phone, you said? Every time. No, because I over, went over a usage for a month, and I got to pay it and get it turned. Yeah. So, I mean, I could use the Wi-Fi, but... Yeah, as soon as Michael started talking, and we were up, and I thought at the same time, I started chopping a lot and tagging. Huh. Let me, uh, let me do this. Let me, uh, let me here, and I'll yeah, go online and see what the ends are for you. Yeah, I can't even make out what you're saying. Hello, hello. Hey. All right. Did we lose Dan? Yeah. A connection problem or? Yeah, his audio is very bad. Can I send the link to my prophet friend at some point? If he's uh, available, he'll 
he's awesome. He'll prophesy for you and anybody that wants prophecy. Okay. Yeah. He's, I've been interviewing him like over and over and over again. He just won't leave me alone. Really popular guest right now. He keeps getting um, really accurate words from the Lord. So yeah, actually you might want to interview him one-on-one at some point, but I think he was ready to do a show today, but I, I tried to tell him I was going to come on your show. And um, go ahead and start. I'll look for my way. Okay. All right, so I don't I don't know what Dan's gonna do, man. Um, he doesn't he didn't even have a phone. I think he may try to call in, but if he calls in or if he joins later, it's mm-hmm. gonna mess the stream up. Mm-hmm. As far as like what it what it. <sighs> I'm trying to set the visual side up too, so I have to like do a lot of prepping on the visual end. So if it, yeah. if, it adds a, if it adds a third person in, it changes the shape of everything. Oh yeah, 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 right. Um, what if it's just the audio? Does that mess it with it? No, we'll be able to extract the audio afterwards for the podcasting end. You know. Um, but if you have like a third, like if I call my friend Alan, is that going to be? Um, Oh, if you call Message. him or you give him the link. I give him the link, yeah. Um I we can we can I don't give think him he's, yeah. a call in number. There's a call we can give him the call in number. Okay. That's That'd good. Be, it'd be better, yeah, just so it won't it won't mess yeah. up the video and stuff. Okay. Okay, cool. Um All right, sorry dude. Alright, it's cool. It's kinda last minute stuff. Dan man Yeah, I know it's always seems to happen. He's always, man, so uh upset when he tries to do this and it doesn't work. No. So I'm I'm pasting well, the uh the, the number and the call ID. So that Okay. Sure. Yeah, this guy will will uh mess everything up in a great way. Call the call ID. Okay. There isn't like a for a future reference this isn't like a Skype call in type thing, right? No, it's uh it's phone. Okay. Okay. How have you been, man? Long time. Yeah, I've been been pretty good. I don't know if uh, since the last time I talked to you, but I've uh pretty sure you seem I'm doing this stuff full time now. Yeah, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Got let go from my job, you know, and uh, up a door to try to do this full time and do this in the music and graphic art and stuff like that. Dude, to make a I say just go with it, man. This is your passion. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I'm doing. I'm seeing what happens. I'm about almost three months in now. Wow. Seems to be working out pretty good. God's meeting all of our needs according. His riches and glory, so praise God. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of how it's been over here. I haven't been working p- full time for like four months. So I've been able to to focus more um on like I'm I'm not anywhere near your audience or your quality, but I'm definitely able to just plug in every day and just be like, All right, we've got this show going every day yep. now, like two hours. Consistency. And um uh, this is the name of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's great that we can 
we can like cross pollinate a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'll tell I'll tell Dan that he's always welcome to come on with us. Because I got a bunch of people that just love to fellowship and and just share the word, so they're always like ready to go. Got a co-host. You met Cassandra yet? Maybe I should call her. She would she'd be another really good person to call in. Okay. Yeah. Um, you told me about her. I haven't haven't met her. She's been on the Trump campaign. She's been she's sort of a, a missionary, modern day missionary. All right, I'll let you focus on that for a second. Okay. Wow, that is a spiritual phone number. Seven two four 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 seven four four four. Dang man. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, don't show that to a mystic. All right, I guess I'm ready when you are. I don't. I don't have any topics. <laughs> are you kidding? Dude, you got someone. Exactly. Once we kind of open up the the door for something, but. Yeah, man. I figured between me and you and Dan, we could free flow, but then Dan's not going to be on. (laughs) Well, I will call my people. I will send them the the, the link. The link is basically just the the phone link, right? Uh, To call in, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. I will call them. All right, so yeah, we'll just. All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry, dude. You're just stuck with me here. I'll tell I'll tell Cassandra too if she wants to. Maybe she can pop in. I mean, these are just really cool people. I don't know. Um. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and play the intro. We'll go ahead and start. And um. Okay. Is is my mic coming? Is my audio coming through the mic here? I think so. All right, cool. Tap it. Yeah. All right. Tap, awesome. Hey, tap tap this though. Tap this mic. On your uh. No. Okay. No. Okay. It's the other one. All right. Good. These are new earbuds. Sure. Ooh. Okay, I have the um, the link to the show if you want to share it. Yes, sir. I'll send that if I have to time. You sure. Thank you, sir. Right. Maybe we can just talk about um, what we're doing here. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of ways that you could take a free flowing conversation between you and I. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So How I'm long are that- Okay, you got you just sent me the link. All right, yeah. cool. All right. 
post that on my awesome. page too. Yeah, Dan, he's he always tries to do it, man. We've tried to do so many shows, and then the last oh, week, really? He has to back out because it's audio and internet oh, no. barely, barely pulling and stuff. I couldn't Damn. hear him. Eventually, eventually, he was talking. It was like, yep, 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 zip, zip. I was like, oh man. Yeah. All right, I'll go ahead and go live. Alrighty. So it's gonna play the intro for a second. So just. Okay. I love this intro, man. This is so cool. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You heard the man. This is the Truth Seeker Podcast. We are joined tonight by my good friend, Michael Basham, who will be with us in a minute. Supposed to be Dan Oskopinski, but um, we've been trying to do a lot of shows here with Dan lately, and he gets prepared. He goes to his little room where he wants to do his stuff and get alone and his connection always drops out. He's in Honduras and uh, sometimes it doesn't really work out over there. So pray for him that his connection will strengthen in the might of the Lord. Um, before we get started, tonight's just a roundtable discussion. We're going to hang out. Phone lines are open. If anybody wants to call in, say hello, share some stories, ask questions, all that good stuff. Uh, really don't have no script tonight. Um, I do want to say a huge thank you to all of the uh, patron supporters, everybody supporting on Patreon. Um, You guys are helping me continue to do what I'm doing for a living, and I'm doing this full time now. So trying to bring more content, whether it's podcast and music and um, just a lot of teachings and stuff like that, what I'm able to bring 
now and focus on full time. So I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who's supporting over there, patreon.com backslash truth seeker. And for those of you who uh, want to support, you get perks, you get rewards. There's unreleased music that's only available over there right now for everybody who is supporting. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Every little bit helps. It really does. So um, patreon.com backslash truth seeker. Also got some cool merch available too. Go check it out, man. Cool stuff. Um, change the scene over to Michael Basham. What's up, my brother? Welcome to the show, man. Hey, dog, my homie. What's up? I'm just hanging out, chilling with my... Oh, no, I, I'm not even going to try. I can't do it. I'm really Persona. bad at rapping. Persona! Oh, man. I'm just a dork. I'm Persona. A dork. Have, have you... I, you are a dork. So have you played the Persona video game? I know you're in the games and comics and animes and stuff. Does that ring a bell? Persona? Persona, the series of um, the Japanese kind of spiritual yeah. role-playing game. Yeah, I yeah. listen to the music a lot. I, I haven't had time to really get into games except for Metal Gear. But yeah. It's old. The Spirit I start, is my game, brother. That. I started Spirit playing my that game. early on. But it's cool because a lot of that stuff, like they, they hide spirituality and stuff within the games and within yes. cartoons and stuff like that, you know? Put it in our, in our face. And I know that when I, when I think of persona, it's a word that yeah. I say a lot, a spirit, mm-hmm. a persona that you, you take on uh, willingly or sometimes unwillingly wearing the mask or playing the hypocrite, wow. playing the roles, you know, and kind of kind of like that video game, they would summon or embody the spirit or the persona of another spirit, man. So they, they had a lot of deep stuff within those games and stuff, man. I got I got goosebumps when you started talking about that, dude, because. <laughs> Yeah. It's just the the real world is becoming so much like those video games that we grew up in high school playing, you know, Final yeah. Fantasy and Metal Gear and all of it. It's just like coming true. And here we are, you know, doing these podcasts and, and you're doing it full time now. And I'm just sort of testing the waters, getting into more uh, full time podcasting with the fringe and the people that you meet. It's crazy, like these prophets and these spiritual people and these missionaries and these alien abductees and just you name it. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with you, man, because I know you cover so much too, and it's just like yeah. Well, we can go. We world, can, let's just yeah. go places that you can't go with the others. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta kind of like <laughs> you gotta kind of like walk the line. Like I can't say that with this guest, but I can say okay. it with Truth Seeker, right? We can kind of cross Deal. those 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 we can get into those muddy waters, you know? Um, right. One thing I wanted to ask Premium. you though, was uh, what was some mm-hmm. of the feedback that you got from the, the show that, that we did together when we, uh, the, the two shows we did, I believe we've done two, right? I was on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everything, everything. The feedback turns is usually sounds like this. Do more shows. Yeah. We loved it. I heard you. I learned about this from, from truth. Tika. I, w- I want to do, I want to hear more shows with you guys. Um, very, I guess people like the just the fact that we're both sort of similarly geared to where we're trying to reach out to people. We're covering a lot of ground, and you know the mystic, and you know you're a musician. You know a lot of this conspiracy stuff. You're just interviewing so many different people, mm-hmm. and so am I. So that when we meet, it's more like we're able to kind of exchange notes and then also chill a little bit because we both know what it's like to be interviewing someone and be interviewed. Or just, <laughs> eh. So. Um, I think people really enjoy that aspect of it. And I got a lot of positive feedback and just like, when are you going to, when are you going to do more shows? Like, That's good. No, trying. We're going to. 
Yeah, yeah. So well, we're, do, we're, doing, we're doing one tonight, and it's kind of a makeshift thing, and nothing's planned. Um, we're just hanging out for the most part. Like I said, the phone lines are open for anybody who wants to call in and, and join this conversation. Um, but it, it's kind of funny where you're talking about, like, the those lines are being blurred as far as, like, fantasy and reality now or right. so much mm-hmm. truth within the video games and, and cartoons and stuff. And and I've seen where you were you were teaching some of the kids about spiritual warfare in the spirit realm, and you were, uh, you, you know, you were letting the kids draw these little spirit monsters and these different animal beings and stuff like that to kind of be the personification of these entities and stuff, almost like Pokemon, right? Like all mm-hmm. of the the different uh, analogies and metaphors that relate back to stuff like that really exist. These other entities in another realm that can be summoned and harnessed and things like that. And you were breaking it down to even teach the kids from uh, like, uh, you know, dealing with cartoons and animations and stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, I teach ESL English, some different schools in Taiwan part-time and uh, that particular school, the kids were all like 10, 11. So they're already playing Pokemon all day and I'm sitting there teaching them all day going crazy. So like, let's make it meaningful. So I'll sometimes record myself for a few minutes and just be like, all right, guys, we're going to talk about, you know, real stuff. And it's fun. And they go so far. Kids' imaginations, they just, they're like endless expansion. You know, there's no limits to what they can picture. So when you draw a picture of a dragon, you got them. You know, they're like, oh, my gosh, okay. And, um, and of course, I'm listening to stuff like Truth Seeker and Mystics, like Ian Clayton and, like, you name it. So I'm like... I'm there, you know, I want to bring these kids into the spirit and they want to go and fight the bills above on poo poo planet and the fly <laughs> armies. They're there. You know? Yeah. I mean, we have to put ourselves in a humble position as adults. We want to sound all cool and mystic. And, but when it comes down to it, it's really similar to when kids are just playing. I mean, that's kind of how, how I've always looked at it. It's not come learn from me, the guru. I shall give you from my hand little more spiritual understanding. For a small fee of $3,000 for an hour of a Jason Westerfield Skype call. I heard he was charging $3,000 for a Skype call. I'm still here. Uh, We lost the video side on my end, but the audio is still here. We can keep going if you want. Okay, now it sounds like I'm talking to you on the phone, but I can hear you. Okay. All right. If it's my end of the internet, I can switch it. Just let no, me know if it won't my, screw up the whole universe. Yeah, it's my end. Um, computer shut down. Okay. Too much stuff. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, if we're still live, I can keep going. I mean, I've got so much to share. <laughs> I can call my homies, too. They're going to be in here. They're going to, like, bust this place up, dude. I don't even know how to speak. You know what? I'm not. I don't know how to speak cool. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure that we're live um, on the on the YouTube. Oh, let me check the YouTube. All right, let me check. Dude, dude, somebody does not want this broadcast to happen. Let me see here. It says live, but it's um, the YouTube is playing the um, the cool, awesome intro. Oh. Man, you've got everything rigged so well and so cool, dude. 
Yeah. It's, it's, oh, look at all this. Look at all these comments already. Holy heresy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my, I'm a little bit too cool. I don't. I guess my uh, computer couldn't handle it. I tried to go with a new um, um, OBS program that allows the comments to come up on the screen uh, with the new one. And uh, I guess the settings aren't right because the computer shut down. there i'm here yeah that's crazy first it was dan now it's me if i mean if worse comes to worse i can also go on live with spreaker if you've got uh skype or but it would be cool to have to have the video and everything i mean just let's see if your internet or your computer you, do you want to restart your computer it's restarting oh, now. Yeah. It just tried to restart. Oh, okay. It's going to take a minute, though. So you've got it rigged to where you've got you've got things like on multiple systems running the same show? Like you've got a computer that helps run the show while you're using something else to call people? or It's a bunch of different... I mean, I can't do this. It's a crazy setup. You're, too, you're way too smart, dude. I'm using my cell phone, too. Shame. I'm using my cell phone to like mm-hmm. be a third party. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Okay. Yeah, but I, uh, I'm just trying to restart. It's gonna be a few minutes though. So. All right, it's okay. Whew. <laughs> I can't believe Dan's in Honduras. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm from Taiwan. Taiwanese. I know, right? Dan is trying to get Google Voice. <laughs> See, that's still going to take the internet, though, for him to do that. It's the internet, yeah. It's not just the. Yeah. It's not number. just the Prague. Yeah. Turn off some of these lights. Derek, you must be talking to people all day. I bet you you got like 80 million Facebook conversations going on, like morning to night, don't you? I, can't, I don't. I don't respond to most of them. Okay. A lot of people are. You're at that point. They're just um. Yeah, just weird stuff, you know. 
it's not important. It, right. Those conversations. I try to try to discern which ones are worthy of my time. You get eighty. You know, you get ten, ten messages a day. Like, do you respond to all ten, and then you get ten more, and then they just want to say, "Hey," and you get exactly. a message says, "Hey, what's up?" Or yeah. or or just says, "Hey," and I just say, "Yo," and then that's it. Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> well. I don't really mean those so much, but like, you know, there's a lot of, um, you get a lot of messages from people that are probably guests or people who, who want to set up a show or people that are close to you. I've been find get, you because you're always on the internet. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of, um, a lot of, I have been getting a lot of feedback lately, which has been really cool. And, um, and I just, like I said, yeah. it just like, kind of ties in because I do have to use wisdom mm-hmm. about, who to reach out to and like sometimes, you know, some of the people who are listening to the show, they're just like desperate and they're looking for help and stuff. And, uh, and I'll give out my number to some of them, you know, to call and, uh, or I'll call them and, uh, they're just blown away that I called them and they look at me like I'm a celebrity or something. And, uh, I call them up and pray with them and stuff. And they just, they're just blown away. And, uh, Aww. but it's cool that God's using the, um, the platform like that and using me and um it's crazy like i got it i got a message the other day from one uh this dude who is over a christian radio station and like i think in uh uh miami and uh there's mm-hmm. a hip-hop station he does and uh called engine radio mm-hmm. and he also does uh um the podcast for rapzilla he's kind of a big deal they got a huge audience and he he messaged me and said, hey, dude, I'm a huge fan of, of your podcast and keep up the good work, man. If it's possible, I'd love to speak with you sometime. He said, my name is Chris Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I said, this name sounds familiar. And I looked it up, and it's like the the big freaking personality, dude. And I sent him my number. He called me, and we uh, just started talking about my podcast. And uh, he was just thanking me for talking about the things that I talk about. And he wished he can mention these things. But he can't talk about them and he, he resonates with so much stuff that I'm saying, it's, you know, even with the psychedelic wow. stuff, but he can't talk. He, he don't have nobody to talk to about that stuff. Even in the church world and being like a celebrity guy, he, there's nobody to talk to. It's like, man, keep it up, dude. God's got a awesome work for you, man. And I see a big, big future. Wow. It's really encouraging, man, that he reached out and uh, he's, he's talking about trying to, you know, cross promote somehow how he can, maybe get me on his show and he got a huge audience, you know, and, uh, but he's got to be careful cause that's how he makes a living, you know? Um, so we are just trying to, trying to politic about some ways that we can cross promote and get me on his show without scaring the guests too much or something. I mean, I, I was a, a Christian rapper, so I do have a, a lot to say when it comes to that. I, I also run a, a Christian, uh, hip hop, um, blog site where we do pr- promotion and stuff. So, but it was cool. I've been getting so many people like that out the woodwork, man, just thanking me for doing the podcast. And, man, you're talking about the stuff that goes on in my head and it's crazy stuff. It's been awesome. It's the the overall picture of what you're doing in the Batcave is so big that it's hard to um, encompass mm-hmm. it all in, in yeah. the conversation. But then how we reach out to people. That's like the missionary side. It's like how you're, you're able to lift people up through the platform and people don't really know like 
I mean, I'm not anything big. Sometimes they'll be like, oh my gosh, you're talking to me. You're, you just forget because I talk to people all day. So then, yeah, you know, you have the ability to bless people by giving them some of your time and, or put them on the show or, or something. Um, I guess um, one of the coolest things I've gotten to see is where I'll spend a lot of time talking to different people and then I'll see those people meet each other and bless each other. Yeah. So that was cool. That's what happened to um, um, me and Dan in, in, in our circles, man. Like uh, how they all cross-pollinated and were like a big tribe, yeah. now, you know? We're making our tribes, and then those tribes make tribes, then their tribes, and tribes of tribes. I mean, who wants to manipulate? Who wants to micromanage all these people? <laughs> yeah. I don't have time. Yeah, but no. they're finding each other through us, and then they kind of go off and do their own thing. Hopefully, you know. Yeah, I if anybody seen, gets pregnant, they'll take care of it. You know? I've kind of kind of seen that like a couple of years ago. I was doing a lot of uh, Bible studies, you know, or or just like prayer meetings, men's prayer groups. And I would orchestrate it and set it up, and then I I would be there, and there's this revelation, and I look around at like you know maybe ten guys there, and I'm like these people don't know each other, like they're here because of me, like I I I made this happen, like I if I didn't if I wasn't obedient if I if I didn't call these people and and know these people they wouldn't be here, and it's every single one of them, and I think it's about you know what I'm saying ten guys seeking the Lord together and 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 uh just being open and stuff. And it's like, it just shows you what the scripture means when it's talking about the gift of administration and, and stuff and kind of being able to make things happen. And it's, a, it's a gifting. Not everybody can do that, but to have a vision and then make it happen to, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's a, a get together or a gathering. I used to do that with concerts. I used to throw uh, uh, Christian hard rock concerts and uh, we'd get 300 kids out and, and they wouldn't have been there if I wouldn't have booked it, you know, and, and made the flyers and, sent them out on the emails and got on the forums and stuff. And we, we do it on a Friday, Saturday night and there's 300 kids show up, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And it just, I mean, it's a, it's a spiritual wow. good thing, you know? That is really cool. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's the side of things too, where you're able to reach out to orphanages and different uh, projects around the world. Not that you probably have the time to manage it all, but that's one thing where, you know, if you have, listeners around the world, one of the ideas that I had was to send people to go check out these different orphanages and find out if they're legit or not. Like anybody want to go on a mission to India and see if this, this or that place is, is the real yeah. deal. And yeah, I, got like, I would go if I had time. I but Those messages, I get those messages and people trying to get money from me and Hey, you know, the kids are hungry. The orphans are hungry, brother. Can you send money? Like, who are you? You know, know. and, uh, you don't exactly. know if it's a fake profile yeah. or if it's legit. I had one dude hit me up like, exactly. hey, do you want to come minister in India? Not India, um, uh, Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was real or not. I don't know if it's a, like a, you know, like, does he want me to send them money and then, you know, not show up or if it is. Because I don't even know how the guy knew me. Because he was like, hey, where are you from? And. There's a bunch of those, and I'm sure they they make good money of just messaging random Christians in America, you know? Message enough of them, one of them will bite, right? I know, um, exactly. I know people who are in Pakistan that are legit, that I've worked with in Nepal, that um, we could work through if we want to actually start um, going that direction, either of us. 
Um, who was that? Who was that guy that had the truth ticket poster? <laughs> the banner. Well, that guy. He's a friend of Johnny's. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, okay, he's an old friend of Johnny's. He's. I mean, all of them seem pretty. If you call them up, they seem like they're like they mean business. Um. I just don't, I don't, I've never been there. I've never actually been to his school. He's probably okay, you know. Um, that's something very easy to do in those countries. You print out a big poster and it, it makes people feel like they're a part of the work. I mean, yeah. I just think that, I thought that was so funny though, that he pretty much did the whole thing with your <laughs> Tika. Like, yeah. It's awesome. Thank you, Trump, getting all these uh, these letters of appreciation and stuff, man. <laughs> Nice guitar playing right there. Nice. I know. I'm sitting there waiting for this computer to try to boot back up. (sighs) It's an oof. And I can't really play it. I did used to play bass in some uh, Christian hardcore bands, though. screamo bands as well. I like wrapped and scream. Corn and lemon biscuit type stuff. Did you say limp biscuit? Yeah. Oh. I remember those. What are they up to these days? You should actually reach out to some of those guys. I bet you they would, like, love you to pieces. You know, I, I reached out to one of my childhood uh, favorite bands, and, and they uh, I was able to get them on. But I lost the interview. When, when uh, YouTube deleted my channel, I didn't have the MP3 saver or the video because I, stream, I streamed it and I didn't back it up. Uh, I talked to uh, uh-huh. Jay, Jay Gordon from the band Orgy. They, they did that... Um, Blue Monday remake back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Keep keep going on that on that on that vein. I mean, I guess you're probably at the point now where you've you've already interviewed a ton of famous people to where now you're the star and you can just keep rolling with things and it's not like you have to call up everybody every week to make this huge guest come on to you know like it's um, but you should still. I hope that you'll get more of those because you're gonna bless them. Actually, they're probably a lot of these guys. They've already run some of their course, and and they're probably looking for what's next. And they would love to hear um, your take. I mean, you're carrying a lot of their mantles in the music sector, and then you're bringing it to this research. I mean, I don't know where you get the time, dude. It's just it's a lot. Well, it, it, you know, it all awesome. you, most of it came from truck driving. You know, I drive really? yeah, driving like, uh, and I have, I have, I download tons of documentaries and podcasts and coast to coast AM, and and I would, you know, okay. pull, you know, I'm saying 14 hour days, 15, 16, 17 hour days, listen to podcasts yeah. while I'm driving and listening to uh, four hours of wow. coast to coast and all the documentaries about spirituality and people's takes on aliens and encounters with aliens and weird pastors and church people and just listening to tons and tons of that stuff and then having my own 
um, Bible studies on my off time and then my own encounters, you know, that's kind of where everything kind of formed for me, putting stuff together. But I don't have that time anymore, you know. I don't, I can't, it's yeah. hard to listen to podcasts now because um, I have to be, well, you know. Well, you are a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> How do you listen to podcasts when you are a podcast? Yeah, now, but when I was driving, you know, it would, you know, I had something to inspire me or to to keep listening to um, those other shows, right. doing research a little bit, you know. The research was listening to the podcast, you know. That's where we all kind of um, got our start here. I mean, it's interesting. I get this guy is called Sacred Hogwash. He just doubts everything spiritual, and he's been sort of trolling me. He's actually a troll. Oh, I think um, we have to, um, Oh, I think, yeah, he, he he was trolling me. Yeah, I think we had to block him. I think we had to block him on, yeah. on my Yeah. Yep. We have to block him. He's like he well he comes on your stream and he's like, Hey, come check out my channel where we uh we, we parody spiritual stuff and then he like he he's company starts off with that but then he just starts trolling everybody yeah. and like doubting and being like yeah. a skeptic. Like being yeah, a new I've I've got some people who were um who were like mm-hmm. mods in, in the chat and they, they, they just blocked him and just kept going on and on and on, so he's just blocked him. Yeah, yeah, he's um he's politely trolling me. I mean, he's he makes these videos that are just terrible about uh, you know all these different mystics and some of it's kind of funny, but it's definitely got a bad spirit to it. But then some of the questions that he asks are like, oh, that's a great question, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like we kind of really- need the doubters to be paying. They ask good questions, you know, because they don't believe in it, and they ask these very. He's like. He's like, Michael, over the last four years, you've basically been telling your story over and over again. He's been listening to me four years. Talking about strange stuff in the spirit, don't you think there's a possibility you might be living in a delusion? I'm not saying that you are experiencing weird things. I'm saying that there may not be any connection with it to your theology. It may just be weirdness similar to people who practice astral travel and strange meditations, etc. Good question. I mean, that's something that I would just go on. I would go to town with that question for like an hour. If I was just awesome. sitting here, you know, I'm on, I'm on. Awesome. yeah, let me, um, yeah, let me go ahead and we'll try to go ahead and go back live. I'll just won't even. Okay. I'm good. Ahead. We had a lot of views already too, man. Um, I know, man, you've got, you've got an amazing, an amazing platform. Really. It's really a, a blessing. Thanks for having me on with you. Yeah, no problem. Did you get any good feedback? From any of our shows before, or yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, it was a while yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny, <clears throat> you know. And I want to quit talking now because well, even the stream of what you were just saying, like uh, I think that'd be good to uh, address. Are you still in the video? Do you still have the video thing pulled up? Yeah. Okay, I'm about to. I'm about I close to, it? No, no, no. I'm about to try to um, rejoin it. All right. All right, dude. Let's have a spirit war. Let's see who's more spiritual. <laughs> let's let, let's pull out of our spiritual weapons. See, see who wins. I'm gonna um just um.
I'm just going to run it on my my older one because I know it works, you know. You're the guru, man. You're using You're the computer. Using the computer on it. Okay. Okay, now I hear you coming in through the phone and through the video. All right, sound good, dude. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Are we live? No. Okay. <laughs> get, I had to get my makeup. You got scared there for a second, didn't you? Oh, I'm so scared of going live. Whew. All right. So Breaks me out. Talk shoe. I think everything may still be record, re, um, connected. Pull up the... Um, if you guys are listening on talk show and you can hear me, just hang on one second. I'll, I'll bring you guys in who are... I know Drew was on the line. We're trying to get everything stuff worked out. You know how these white folks are. <laughs> that is good, man. I'm surrounded by Asians. <laughs> nah, he left. He got impatient. If you can't take my call, and I'll get callers that do that. If you can't take my call right now, man, I got to go. <laughs> it's like, Sheesh. oh, well. Gosh, talk about low attention span. Do you have to pay for a phone number, or does that just come with the Zoom account? No, it comes with it, yeah. Oh, that's nice. But I'm using Gosh. something else, though, that the other one, that's another. That's a third-party program that's that's connected uh, on the phone. Because I use it as a switchboard, and it's free. So okay. I call into Zoom um, on my phone, and then I call into the switchboard. And if I'm watching the switchboard, um, it, it just works. Like that. All right, we can share it again, so let's see. Yeah, I blocked that dude, so I don't think he can. He would even be able to um, come and comment on the uh, on the video on YouTube, even if he shared it. <laughs> to come troll you, I can't troll Michael Basham. You're gonna troll Michael Basham. Let's have a let's have a spirit contest. <laughs> like, hey, is the is it the same YouTube? Um, no, no, no. Chat, I'm, I'm, I'm about to. Uh, uh, I don't think so. Okay. I'm about, I'm about to share it now. I'm getting it ready. All right. Okay. I'll let you. I'll let you do that. Let me grab a plate of May. Here, I'll go ahead and share it with you too, though, if you want to get it out. So. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Please. I believe this is it. So. Sure. All right. I got this guy that travels in the spirit named Gene. I did a show with him and, and he's just like everything that he talks to me about, he doesn't want it to go public. Mm-hmm. And then I'll always end up saying something that he told me. <laughs> he gets so mad. It's so I know, it's hard. It's kind of, I do that with my friends. I can't, I'm like, dude, I can't keep secrets, y'all. Yeah. 
They're like, hey, man, don't don't tell them. I was like, come on, dude. What do you mean don't tell them? Okay, so there's that. I wonder why I'm, um, my video's all. I'm all close up and stuff. All right, so that's that. There's that. Let me look at the stream. There's only me. There's only guest. There's the place. Only me. Okay, I'm gonna start from the beginning. We'll just start over. Mhm. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Let's see. Stream key. So everything is the same except for the um, the YouTube link, I guess, right? There we go. Okay, who needs an intro? I don't know. We're going to try to do this again um, before we were rudely interrupted um, by the technical difficulties. So we're trying to do a roundtable discussion. We've been talking about doing this for a while. Okay, the intro is deciding to play. This is insane, man. Wow. It's trying to play in the background. It's weird. Okay. I'm scared that if I continue on, the intro is going to try to. There it is.
Yes, I'm True Seeker. We're back with another exciting episode. We're going to try to do this again. Um, we've been having some problems with the stream here. We were supposed to have Dan Oskopinski on with us, but uh, right before we went live, he had some um, internet problems and he wasn't able to join. And then so me and Michael Basham went live That's for right. right about 10 minutes and uh, then my, my computer shut off during the live stream. So we said, why not try it one last time? Why not? You know, so instead of running through all the spiel about everything, I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who is supporting on the Patreon page. Um, you guys are helping me to do what I'm doing full time. Uh, every little bit helps. Patreon.com backslash TrueSeeker. Thank you to all the people who have been supporting from day one. Like, I love my day ones. And thank you for everybody who um, have just joined within the last week or two. Uh, so many people supporting the work and w what I'm doing here. And I think it's awesome because it, it encourages me um, because you guys see value in what we're doing, having these discussions, having guests on, making ourselves available, putting out content, music, teachings, and things like that to kind of advance us spiritually and, and really just share uh, what works for us. And that's all I'm sharing is what has worked for me. Not really too big on to the, the, the theories and things like that, but Let's just share what works. And I think if we all uh, do that, I think we can um, move mountains in, in, the, in the spirit realms. And um, instead of taking a long time to figure out how this stuff works and just, just share what's working. So, Michael Basham. Hey, man. What's working for you, man? What's working? Are you talking about, like, as far as getting into the spirit and seeing crazy stuff happen and, like... That that's a good place to start. Sharing the truth, or I'm hey, getting get, messages get, from get people in, who are like, get, "Do not tell anybody my secrets." Get, like, getting in the spirit realm and seeing crazy stuff is a great place to start. Well, but like, what? How do you know if it's like a good thing that you're seeing, or if it's like something you shouldn't be seeing, or if it's like a bad spirit or a good spirit? I mean, how do you tell, man? Discernment, spirit of discernment. How's your spirit discernment? Of discernment What's lately? that? <laughs> Let's see if we got any people calling us her heretics yet. Yeah, that was that was Drew and uh, my buddy Drew. He said he's gonna call in. He's been on the podcast too. Major transformation in his life. Uh, awesome friend of mine, good brother. And we we're talking about off the air about the tribes um, coming together, right? And having friends and going to prayer meetings and, and the tribes mixing and Dan's friends meet my friends and all all of these kind of things, right? So Drew was in the midst of that, and Drew has hung out with Dan, right? We went to uh, New Orleans to a float tank uh, experience together. Me, Dan, Drew, and uh, an, an, another friend of ours. And uh, we documented mm -hmm. it. You need to watch it. Yeah, it's, I want to see it's this. It's hilarious. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's hilarious. And I kind of cringe at it a little bit now because I'm so deep in it. <laughs> I'm so deep. And I'm just like, I want to get in the float tank and uh, meet with the angels. Like, <laughs> I, I think I literally said that. <laughs> and, uh, I was looking forward to it, man. And uh, we had, it was a beautiful though. Beautiful, beautiful time, man. Uh, I'll send you that link and, and anybody else, I'll put it in the, in the show notes in the description, but what's working, Michael Basham? Getting quiet, having faith, sticking close to the Bible. Got my Bible right here. It's my three by five. Good, my mommy, my mommy bought it for me. The good book. Guts are falling out of it. What did, what, what, to, what did they say about the Bible? A man, uh, a man whose Bible 
uh, is falling apart uh, usually shows that that the person isn't falling apart or their life isn't. If their Bible, huh, I know there's right. a quote and I misquoted it, but I, I stop marking it. I mean, it's it's uh, like I feel like if I keep marking it, it's just I usually just look at the Bible on my phone anyway. But it's nice to see a, a messed up Bible sometimes. You're like, well, you know, I used to do this. But I mean, you can just randomly open this thing and ask God questions, and He talks to you. It's I'm not really that good at this, but He says stuff like, "Like look, look." As for me, my feet were almost gone; my steps had well nigh slipped. You know, you could, you can easily get sucked into even the the spiritual traveling stuff. People get sucked into the pride side of it, and I know people that get into this that they're just like they almost worship the mystic. They think that uh, the mystic people are gurus and. People just don't want to think for themselves. They don't want to be discerning the spirits on their own. And it's easy to, um, to get sucked into the pride side of all that. But if, as long as you keep coming back to the Bible and God keeps crushing you in your life through experiential <laughs> things and you're just like crawling back to him, I feel like you've got all the Psalms on your side. Like you've got all the patriarchs, all the stories in this Bible, all the, the, um, the incredible histories of the God of Israel that led the people of Israel through the Red Sea. I've been telling this to my students recently at the Rotary Club, my business class. I've been like business class of business uh, Taiwanese that want to learn English that have businesses, not a flight attendant, but um, they are amazed when you just tell them some of the basic stories, of the Bible that have been archeologically proven that you can go to the Red Sea. You can swim down where, you know, Ron Wyatt swam and he took photographic evidence of the wheels of Pharaoh's armies and bones of horses and men. And the wheels, these golden chariot wheels are exactly the kind that you would see depicted in the Egyptian, you know, hieroglyphs and pictures from that era, from that Pharaoh's time in Egypt. So you, you, you find this stuff and you realize, holy crap, this, this Bible is re- like everything in it is true. God is real. When I found that out when I was 17 years old, it suddenly made sense to me on a very personal level. Not just, oh, your grandfather was, was a writer who wrote 16 books about the Holy Spirit and we got to follow him. And I read a lot of his books, you know, Don Basham, Face Up with a Miracle, all this stuff. And I had experienced levels of spiritual warfare, but it was like suddenly it was like, holy cow, this is really literally true god actually exists man i mean if you find that out that's it you've got to follow him i mean what else are you gonna live for and that, it's not about showing off to people you know that's what works though right is finding finding god and finding ways to stay close and learn and uh kind of walking hand in hand with with, with the lord through the good and the bad right that that's all that matters in the end. I mean, he could lead you through the Red Sea, but then a few years later, he's going to kill you because you're worshiping <laughs> that 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 golden calf, and you're going to lose your soul, and he's going to kill you <laughs> out of mercy. But the but the people that get into this through relationship, I I meet a lot of Ian Clayton followers just because I'm like his biggest troll and biggest groupie friend like fan, and a lot of people are after that kind of experience with God and they don't focus enough on the relationship. Yeah. And I've been guilty of that too. At times you just forget, you know, that God actually wants to know you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to start a story in your life. That's not just completely random. It actually goes right into the Bible. 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, I keep holding the Bible. I heard that there's a trick. You just hold a Bible and you look spiritual. Well, I, I like that because I, I remember when it, when we were doing a lot of um, uh, preaching in churches and, and traveling and stuff, and uh, um, all the pastors would come out with the iPads, and I was like, "Where's the the book?" You know, I always wanted, I always made sure I put, I had my my book with me, man. And so, you know, what I'm That's saying, right. what 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 happens yeah. when the electricity goes out? Like, what you gonna do? So um, tonight we're just hanging out, man. Um, no, no real agenda. So anybody who has any questions or comments or want to share your stories, man, call in. The number is streaming across the top of the video, and it's in the description as well. We're going to jump to some of these phone calls. I believe uh, Drew is on the phone. We just mentioned Drew a while, a while ago, uh, caller from Alabama. Is this you, Drew? What's up, bro? What's going on, my brother? Man, the Tyler Roland, roll tide, hallelujah, God bless. Amen. Hey, um, I need, and I we can go into this story too, but I need um, if 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 he's there, can you punch? Can can you give Lou the phone? I think um, I think Michael Basham's a, a fan of uh Lou Engel. Do you know who Lou Lou yeah, Engel yeah. is, Michael Basham? Yeah, we're actually at a we're actually at a a marriage conference right now together. It's a seminar for uh new young couples for uh, uh, just how to be a godly household. But uh, hang on, let me get him. He's in the other room. If he got, yeah, if he got a second, it'd be awesome if Lou Engel can come on and just say hi. The evangelist. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Hey, the Jeremiah Revolution. Hallelujah. The call of the Nazarites. Uh, you guys are expecting a big turnout for the call this year? You know, brother, there is a call of the Lord that's on this earth right now that's never been before. The call of the Jeremiah Revolution for us to rise up, rise up from who we are to who where God wants us to be. I feel it stronger than ever. I haven't changed in months. Me neither. Almost like the call the call of the Nazarites. Are you familiar with Lou Engel, Michael Basham? Do you have a question? Lou Engel. Um, from the call. I've I've definitely heard his name before. I haven't heard his message yet, but it's really exciting to meet you, sir, and and um welcome to Come on my show, too, someday, if you ever have a chance. Are you guys doing a conference right now? You're doing a marriage conference? Yes, yes. Hopefully we we'll um, get it. Right now? Can't hear you very clearly. Well, we're, at a, we're, we're doing a marriage conference for young singles about uh, uh, Christian households, how to raise up children. Uh, you know, it says in Scripture, you, okay. know, you, raise them up, you raise them up in the ways of the Lord, and they, when they grow up, they will not depart from that. And that is our heart. That is our yeah. heart. It's the call and the Jeremiah revolution. Beautiful. It sounds like hey, every uh, other conference, hey, though, Lou. Where's um? Go ahead. Uh, we got to knock on the door. I think it's Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> That's good radio. Live radio. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Lou Engel, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hello? Hey, man. Thanks hey. for putting him on, dude. I oh, know he's... Yeah. 
No, no, he's good. He, I thought. Yeah. I, I thought. I th- dude, I thought he was. I thought he was fasting. I thought he was fasting. No, uh, well, I mean, I think he does uh, like uh, intermittent fasting. So he'll like go six days and not eat anything. Twelve hours. Just, right. Yeah, and then he'll just eat whatever he wants. But, Twelve hour window. Dude's crazy, man. Dude's mm-hmm. crazy, man. Like, uh, you know, he'll eat a pizza and get real spiritual on you. It's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So, Drew, what's going on with you, man? Um, I mentioned um, our trip because we were talking about how everybody's connected and stuff, and uh, with through Dan and through our friends and just in, just like intermingling and meeting new people. And I talked about our trip to New Orleans to the phone uh, to the uh, float tank. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Um, so like our journey has been really long and really kind of like crazy uh, as long as me and you have known each other, Derek. Uh, some mm-hmm. of the things that we've been been through and been to and kind of in and out of. And, um, you know, I'm thankful at the end of the day, like I wouldn't take any of it back. You know, I think God's brought us where he wants us and has probably let us experience some things, um, let us walk through some things. And I think probably on the other side of that, we're stronger because of that. And maybe our testimony and uh, maybe just our history uh, will be able for us, you know, maybe in the future to be a blessing and to be a testimony to somebody else uh, because we've been through some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mm-hmm. were talking earlier, you were talking earlier about uh, those prayer meetings that we used to have. And, um, you know, I, I've walked down some roads that, like, I, I'm not really, like, proud of, some things that I've done that obviously, you know, uh, I don't regret because it's made me who I am. But it's something that I think sometimes God allows you to learn things along, in life the hard way, uh, maybe just because we're stubborn or, or maybe we, like, we know the call that God has, but we kind of just run from it anyway. Um, but one of those prayer meetings that we actually went to, and God showed up, and I remember, like, it was amazing. Uh, but I walked into that prayer meeting with drugs in my pocket and I'll never forget like, the you know, halfway through the prayer meeting, I was like so convicted. I ended up went and like going and, um, flushing him down the toilet and like I left that prayer meeting different and I knew within myself, like there was things that I had to do to change, um, not just because it was like a right or a wrong or, you know, it's whatever it might be in the world's eyes, but because of, you know, it was my own conviction. Like it was something I knew I had to do for myself. Um, and that was important. You know, that was something that stuck out to me. And, you know, you were mentioning that earlier. And that was something that kind of brought me back for a minute. Um, you know, we've done a lot. And, you know, I grew up in church. And I, you can call me a prodigal or whatever you want to call me. I, I kind of relate myself. Uh, to the prodigal son in scripture, um, you know, except when I come back, I know it's more than just I'm getting a party. Like I know, like, you know, I'm going back to my righthood as a child of God, as, um, uh, you know, it is my right of passage. You know, I'm a child of the king. Like this is what God wants. Like I am royalty because I am his. And, you know, we make that uh, declaration within ourselves when we become Christians. Uh you know, and that eternal security, like, that's forever. Like, you know, you you become a, a child of God. Like, you become part of God's family. Like, that doesn't go away. Like, my son can be, like, the worst person all day long and all that. But, you know, if he died and he was, like, the worst kid that whole day, like, he's still my kid. You know what I mean? So that doesn't take it away. And 
looking at it like that and allowing yourself to forgive yourself and to move on, um, that can move mountains. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, we've we've done a lot. And going back to the whole Nolo float tanks, too, like that whole, even like recently with Stranger Things and like that whole, you know, <laughs> that whole TV show, they kind of, kind of brought me back, too. Cause I was just thinking like, about that. Movie. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's it's synchronicity. It really is some of the stuff that we've been through, mm-hmm. um, which you know that I didn't even know that was a thing until um, you know a few years ago. And I remember the first time we went, it was like completely pure intentions, and it was like, uh, you know, we were kind of just curious, I guess. And then the second time we went with intent, and you know, there is things out there that I'm not. I don't think everything in this world is black and white. I, I think, um, you know, there are some things that, you know, I, I wouldn't say they're questionable, but I would I would maybe be curious of to why God put certain things on this earth, um, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, mushrooms or whatever it might be to you. Um, you know, we have natural receptors in our body for psychedelics, and there are natural psychedelics in this world. So why would we have natural psychedelics in this world and have receptors in our body but not have yeah. no reason to use them? You have no reason for us to use them. So that begs the question a lot of uh, a lot of things that maybe what we might seem right or wrong in our culture uh, maybe isn't correct. You know, there's a lot of cultures that find uh, alcohol and tobacco as right or wrong. Um, and, you know, in some cases it's even illegal and you're not supposed to use it. And it's just your culture, what you're brought up in, and that is right and that is wrong. But I don't think everything is like that in this world. Um, I will say the second point we went, we went with it, you know, we went with intent. And, um, you know, you do certain things like that. They're not meant to be used to have a great time or... Um, you know, get high or whatever you want to call it, but they're used for spiritual journey. In some cases in cultures, it's even a rite of passage when a man or woman becomes uh, of a certain age, and they're looked at as an adult. Um, it is a spiritual journey that they will go through to kind of like lose themselves and find themselves, lose who they think they are and find who they're supposed to be. Um it's very, very important. It's very life-changing, but it's also one of those things that's very, I guess you could say frowned upon or maybe just not understood correctly because it's our culture. Um, do I, you know, condone them completely? No. I, You know, would I ever use them again? I don't know. Have I used them recently? No way. But, you know, it's just one of those things. I have used them. I don't have, like, a strong sense of urgency of, like, oh, this is wrong or this is right. I know what it's done for me, and it's completely changed my life. What about you, Michael Basham? Have you ever had any psychedelic encounters in your wild, crazy youth? No, I mean I'm the kind of person that people are like, you know what? You don't know. You don't need drugs. Dude. <laughs> I mean, my parents are classical musicians. I grew up homeschooled. Yeah, you know go out in the backyard and, and have a spiritual experience. But I don't doubt that you can. I mean, I'm sure that if I was to get into it, I'd probably be tempted to really get into it. So, so far I haven't tried anything, just coffee, alcohol, some tobacco, you know, but I've noticed when you're extremely tired, when you get to that place where you're so physically exhausted, but you can just stay awake and you get really quiet and you just yeah. lie down and 
put on some music, like I've almost left my body. I know there was one time where I was about to leave and I was just like, ah, okay, Lord, take me. And then Lord's like, no, you're not, you're too scared. Like, no, I'm not Lord. Take me. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready, Lord. I mean, I felt like my spirit was literally about to just get out of there, you know, or my soul or whatever. I don't even pretend to understand this stuff, how it works, but it's, it's interesting to me. I just, I believe that the experiential part of it is not as important as the faith part of it so that you're able, like, which is astral travel. We as Christians, we start where they end. So as high as you can astral travel is the point where by faith, you can begin to travel in spirit and do stuff. But the difference is it always requires faith so that you get a reward because God wants you to grow in your faith. And if you just like, whoa, I'm in the astral realm, I'm, I'm seeing things. Oh, it's so spiritual. Then you're like, all right, you got your reward already. You know, you saw it. But if you're, if you're doing something in faith where you're like, is this real or is this imaginary? Am I making this up or is this, am I really talking to Jesus? Or is, and then it comes true, what he said or what you saw or what, then there's, I think that's, that's more like Abraham level, you know, he believed in God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And, but I love experiences though. I won't lie. I mean, I love it when you see stuff. That's like, that's fun. I mean, I wake up in between half awake and half asleep and I'll see stuff in my room. Like this yeah. whole, all the ceiling in this room was all covered with veins. That was weird. Veins? And I saw this kind of like a portal that's thing opening in front of That's definitely some stranger things stuff. Oh, it was totally out of, yeah. And then I watched stranger things like the next day and I was like, I yeah. saw this, yeah. but we live in a world that is spiritual. When you wield the word of God, it's wielding this light and your faith shines and, you know, angels come in and it's just, it's awesome. I mean, you gotta, we gotta get more into the spirit, you know, someday we mm-hmm. should have a spirit battle. We'll see who's more spiritual truth seeker. Yeah. I, we had some, um, kidding. it's probably, it's going to be me. Definitely. Level 90. Are you level ninety five? Hey, no, but traveler. we have. You guys, you guys, you guys <laughs> can both have that label, by the way. You guys can totally be more spiritual. That's that's completely cool with me. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> it's totally a joke. Drew's very more spiritual because he's more humble. Um, but uh, it. You know what? I think I don't even think that. You know, a- after having those awesome encounters, which I love, and I'm o- totally open to having to have them again and more often. Um. It, it to me none of it makes sense unless you can bring it in, in into this realm and you can actually make it manifest and change your reality and the reality of those people who are around you and i think drew's story um uh, after uh, everything he's been through and i've been through and we've been through together through dealing with psycho psychedelics and being christians and christians using psychedelics together um that type of deal and to see where drew's at now um, Drew was uh, almost 400 pounds and has lost over 200 now, right? Wow. Yeah, 195. Lost. Yeah, so he's been able to kind of go into those realms and see himself and get a vision of what he wants to do with his life in those realms and get a hunger to do it and to manifest it and to and mm-hmm. to and to get a game plan and and hey the you know the uh, psychedelic state is for that the dream state is for that to go right. in to get a vision and go to the the place where visions are birthed and 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 mm-hmm. and, and shaped and formed and reformed and go back to that place and i did it too when i started doing healing sessions one-on-one sessions for people it came through a psychedelic encounter and this overwhelming sensation that uh 
having an encounter with God on magic mushrooms and having this overwhelming sensation to do healing sessions. And it looked like it was something that was the furthest thing that could, that, that, that could ever take place. And uh, within a few months, God gave me a game, a game plan and started doing it and started doing a bunch and seeing people's lives being transformed and making myself available to that. And it's crazy. And it, it, it's so powerful that it's, it's hard to believe. And to even to see Drew where he's at now to, to where he was, that's hard to believe, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. It's about making it simple and bringing it into this reality, every single bit of it, you know, like I, I had these amazing encounters with Jesus where I seen Jesus and my, my vision um, was radiating with bright blinding light and I couldn't see anything. And Jesus stood in front of me in the spirit realm. And it was so bright that I couldn't see and I could feel his love radiating towards me and it was so pure and blissful and awesome and euphoric but at the same time there was a heaviness and a burden and as his his pain for humanity and how much he loves us with this this uh heart aching love and i felt that too and it was just crushing me and i was screaming at the top of my lungs at a prayer meeting in somebody's house and they could feel the energy radiating off of me it was really an amazing encounter with jesus but if I was just to leave that encounter, but yeah, man, I, uh, I said that and just kind of weighing our, our experiences, but to bring it down, to, to, to break it down and bring it into reality. Okay. What's that for? Okay. He wants me to feel how he feels for humanity. So I can take that and run with it. And I can take that and I can, I can have that same compassion towards people and see people like he sees them and I can hurt for people like he hurts yeah. for people. He lets me feel how, how he hurts for people and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and how much he loves people and how much he hates sin and how much he hates, uh, you know, us being caught up in bondages and darkness and stuff that we shouldn't be in and to be able to feel that in a spiritual encounter, but make it as plain as, as, as something that we can, we can carry in our day-to-day lives. Wow. Uh, Amen. Add, yeah. yeah I, I mean, with something, yeah. Now, I was just yeah. gonna say if I could if I could add something to that, um, you know, you were talking about kind of like making that dream state, like making that part of who you are, because like, you know, it, an experience only goes so far unless you do something with it. And by us as people, and even as Christians, like we're very much by by what we see and not what we believe. Um, so you know, you yeah. can tell people all the time. You can tell people all the time of like God's great love and His mercy and His grace. But unless you show that to others and let them feel that same grace, yeah, mercy, yeah. and love, it means nothing. And um, same thing goes with our experiences. Like you know, we have these great experiences or whatever, and like we have all these great intentions in our in our heart of what we want to do. But unless like we put that yeah. into action, it means it means nothing. And um, you know, right. our body. Our body, our, ourselves as a Christian, and this is something I struggled with for a long time, being so overweight, um, was how could I ever be a testimony? You know what I mean? How can somebody, um, you know, and, and it's not like a, like a shameful thing. I, I'm never, I would never be one of those people that would put other people to shame or anything like that, but uh, self-control is the fruit of the Spirit. And if we can't yeah. self-control in that area, uh, you know, and I don't want to step on any toes, but if we don't have self-control in the area, how could we um, help or guide or try to reach others in those same kind of areas that they're struggling with, if that makes any sense? 
Um, you know, you got to be yep. good to your body. Like God gave you this body to be good to, to, to nourish her, to take care of. And, um, you know, it's something that's become, you know, it's, it's important for me. It's, it's, it's no longer like a goal of mine, but it's more of an obsession now. It's something that I have to do. Um, I used to struggle with anxiety and depression. And so this was like an everyday occurrence. And now if I don't take care of my body, if I don't work out, if, I, if I'm if i not good to the temple that God's given me, then I still struggle with those things. But because I do, because I do take care of my, you know, my body, because, you know, all these other things, like, that is what God naturally gives us. That's that's how naturally God gives us the ability to overcome those things. And I know people, like, don't really know that or don't haven't really experienced that, but it, it's the complete truth. There is a natural high that you can get just by working out, just by running, just by, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, your, your, your body is naturally giving out endorphins um, that are that are negative, uh, you know, when you're physically uh, in activity like that. And... But like I said, it's you know you can talk all day to somebody, but unless you show them that same experience or that that same love or whatever it might be, your words mean nothing. So you make them you know feel that same feeling that you're feeling, that same feeling of desperation or whatever it might be, for them to make that same change in their life that they need to. Uh, you know, your words only go so far. Yeah. And just thinking of it like this, like you're, the temple, people worship the temple all the time. They're always like, oh, behold the temple. Look at my, check me out. I work out. Hey, dude. And Or they're afraid of like, how do I look in front of people? And we can easily get sucked into even these cell phones. I mean, you can be talking on the cell phone all day with people and, and be sucked into the Internet. And it's just as bad as any kind of gateway drug or, or yeah. heavy drug. And if you're not using this temple to perform its main purpose, which is, all right, a prayer house for all nations. So there is something to fellowshipping and listening to people and pouring out love. But then the other side is connecting with God directly and having that relationship with him. And if you're completely sick or super, you know, unhealthy, it's hard to hear from God. Like you, you don't like, even if you just haven't slept in a long time or you're, yeah. uh, or if you, you've drank too much or anything, you can easily you know, you won't be able to even read this. You won't even be able to like <laughs> connect with it. Cause you'll just be like, uh, or, you know, you just overwork. People are workaholics or people watch too much TV, whatever it is, you know, just balance in all things. And the, but yeah. the main point is not any of those things. It's just, can you connect with God or not? And then that's, if you can, then suddenly you've achieved maximum power of the spirit and you will come on the truth seeker podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I think that's <laughs> and share just, your experience. <laughs> and tell I mean it's true. Like we look for a sign. This is the shows are a place where you share the sign. It's that's the stuff that that we can see, we can tell the stories. Yeah. The hard part to get across is the relationship. I don't know how to I don't know how to really transmit that enough. But yeah. I know that for myself that's the challenge is like, am I really connecting with God or not? Because it's well, every, easy I, to look spiritual and then hard. not even have to talk to him. It's hard to uh, to 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 um, convey that over a podcast, especially coming from our experience. So here we are, a couple of kids talking about uh, you know doing magic mushrooms, but you got to use the context of like our day to day and and our our relationship with God and, and where it comes from. Like uh, like we're, we're we're Christians. We're like reading the scriptures daily where we were doing magic mushrooms, listening to Bethel worship music. 
and, and yep. Hillsong, yep. you know? Yep. And, yep. Uh, yep. and so to, 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 to really try to wrap your head around that, it's not like, but we have, but people don't know that unless we tell them the stories. They, we're not. So when we preference like uh, our spiritual encounters, our meditation times, our spiritual practice, like it's, you gotta, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? Be able to know where we're coming from because everybody's not coming from that background. Everybody's not a Christian. Everybody doesn't know that Jesus loves them with an everlasting love and he gave his life for them. And, and, and in him, we live and move and have our being like, they don't, they don't have that revelation. So when we share all of this stuff, we we still got to let people know like where we're coming from and who we are of just random people. um, Right. Trying to meditate or trying to astral travel versus we know who we are and, being called and being sent and having all this encounter and experience and years behind us. And we're not just new agers out here doing it. We're not just Christians trying something new. Like there's a, there's years of study and, and uh, revelation and, and heartache and travail and wanting to give up and, and God working on your heart. There's so much there. And it's hard to get that across when we're like, Hey man, yeah. So we did this and we went to a float tank. Or you don't Dang. you don't know the like like all the preparation that went in before the flow tank or all the preparation and all the studying and the fasting that went in all before the we would all the do pr- a psych- yeah all the prayer the prayer all yeah. of it before doing a, a psychedelic journey and the chantings and the mantras and the, and getting oneself right spiritually and um it goes without saying even see even that is like. The, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the spiritual process is the preparation, which is so much more holy than sometimes even, you know, indulging in and, and doing it. So um, for me, when we do those things of, and I have so many stories and they're so beautiful and I, I can't even wrap my head around a lot of them. Like I can't I can try to explain them. I don't know what I've seen in some some occasions. You know, it, there's so many beings and life forms and things out there. Um, that cross over to, to this reality, not us going into theirs, but their crossover to ours, you know, um, to, I have to make sure that I, um, get the lessons from it. Like if we do something like that, or we, God shows up in a mighty way in my life and something beautiful and awesome and blows my mind that he doesn't do every day. Um, yeah. I have to wrap my mind and get and, and see what he's trying to tell me versus, Okay, let's do it again. Let's do it again. You know, because we there, there's those people out there, and we've been with those people. Let's do it again. Let's 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 do mushrooms next weekend. Like, well, no, dude, no. Do you? I've never. I'm just curious. So, do, when you do it, can you like keep control? Like, do you feel like you um? Do you like if there's demons pouring through like a gateway somewhere? Like, do you have the lucidity to be able to wield the sword of the spirit? Like when you're high on mushrooms. Or are you just seeing it like you're watching a movie type of thing? It's like you're on a roller coaster, but the Holy Spirit's driving it. That is why. Because um, I've had I've had out of body experiences that were demonic. I've actually definitely experienced things that were like, okay, this is not good. Um, so if I, if I could, but it was like that. If I could, um, if I go could ahead. Share, I, if I could share real quick, I, I've actually had both encounters. Um, yeah. One uh, one encounter I had um, with magic mushrooms um, was probably one of the worst nights of my life. I felt like I was being attacked spiritually. Um, uh, I had a vision of 
it was like a demon, a snake, and it had itself like wrapped around me. And every time I breathed in, like it would clench tighter and tighter, almost to where I couldn't breathe. Um, I will say that everything is done from the intentions of your heart. You know, it even says in scripture that God weighs that God weighs the intentions of your heart. Um, so if you do something with or without the right intent, I think your 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 outcome is always going to matter. Um, the one time where I had that negative experience, I was also doing other drugs at night. I was also um, just not in the right frame of mind spiritually. I was not just um, running from God, running from his call, but I was just completely, like, over it. Like, I didn't even care. It was probably one of the worst uh, times of my life, honestly. Um but then I've also had some of the most crazy, like, face-to-face encounters with God when it was done with the right intentions. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like that's a very, very serious note um, to push, uh, maybe something to uh, kind of portray as to whatever your intentions are, like, going into that kind of journey. Yeah. Like, that's what you're going to look like. Yeah. That's what you're going to get. If you're going in to try to get, like, effed up and high and whatever, yeah, you will, but you're not going to have a great time, I promise. But if you go in searching for something, searching for an answer, maybe it'd be spiritual or whatever it might be, like you're going to find it, you know. I mean, it's just, yeah. you, can even go back, you can even go back to Scripture, you know. Uh, seeking you shall find, knocking the door shall be open. Like it's all there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I just think, I think it's important to, uh, to kind of, I guess, portray that because it's not, it's a very, very serious thing. You know, uh, you, mm-hmm. you have it's to not, it's not nothing best. to play with at all, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, you have to try your best to understand what you're getting yourself into. Um, and even mm-hmm. when you're trying to prepare yourself for it the best that you can, there's really no way of preparing for it. Yeah, but if but like I said, we're we're approaching this as Christians and so our our outcome, our experiences are different than someone who has no idea who God is or Jesus is with that being said, as far as like, we know who put that, who put that piece of fruit here, like that organically grew from the, from, from the ground. My father put that here. It's not about like mixing drugs and concoctioning this type of potion right. and taking it. And then, so if I take it and, and, and I eat it and it's something that, that come here from, from the ground, from the earth, um, that that's my thing. Cause I was scared going into it, but that was part of me. It's like, okay, God, um, you, you put this here. I'm going to try it. And I felt like you're calling me and I did so much, so much, so much research on it, but we were, we, we did it with Jesus. It's, and that's the weird, the weird thing, but you just got to know who we are and, and, and what we come from. We act like as Christians, there's places where Jesus won't go or Jesus doesn't do or, or whatever the case is. Like he's in everything I do. Even if I'm messing up, if I'm doing even if I am in error and I'm making the wrong decisions, like he's there, man. He'll never leave me and he'll never forsake me. Uh, well, he, he will forsake you if you're doing mushrooms. He'll give you over to your sins and, you know, no, he'll never leave me. He'll okay. never forsake me. And so we had some, some, some beautiful encounters. And, but like I said, we have to preface that because it's not like somebody listening who just stumbled upon this podcast and, hey, there's some guys saying they had a good time doing mushrooms and God spoke to them. Let me try it. Well, we were speaking to God for months and years, you know, up to that point too. So, you know, you get you you really get get out of it what you put in. 
it's all about intention. Like we were talking about before we, we went live this time where the, the guy was trolling you who was trolling me on my channel about, um, is it all in your head? Are you just delusional? Are you making it all up? You know, what, what if it's just all in your head? And, oh yeah. You know, kind of, kind of, the well, same thing, some of it know? is to be honest. Um, okay. I'm completely not coming from a position of any experience with drugs at all. So I just, I'm just, I'm learning. I'm, learning from you guys, I would think about the future for my children. Would I want them to try stuff? I mean, and what position will I take if I find out you tried mushrooms? Like, well, I might have a more balanced perspective on it. I'm still not going to do it, but I feel like, you know, a lot of this stuff, it's just, is it real or not? That's all I want to know. It's like, not just how emotional do I feel when I'm getting this prophecy? It's like, does this prophecy actually work? Because if it's true, I want to follow it. Yeah. If it's not, then it's time to, you know, like God is going to rearrange the way that we, you know, when you're, for example, when you're reading um, some of these revelations that people are getting, um, a lot of the mystics, a lot of the different Christians with different experiences, like the John Crowders and the Brandon yeah. Barthrops. And, and I know that they all don't agree with each other, but like Justin Abraham and Neville Johnson, and the list goes on and on. Can you actually try that? Can you go to the court system of heaven and pray for those mm -hmm. kids locked in cages and pray for those Hollywood actors and pray for the presidency and the NFL and all this stuff. And the fact is you can, and it's not about emotional attachment. I mean, we musicians, I'm from a musical family, love that feeling, but I'm just like, what is true? <laughs> you know, it's like the feeling is real, but maybe it's not always a good thing to be, Scooted around by a demon that's showing me how all the missionaries in my base have these different weaknesses and they're, <laughs> did you see that? Did you see what Simon does? And he's like, I see my missionary friend. And he's like, <laughs> he's like this nice pastor, but in this vision, in this yeah. astrological trip or whatever, by the way, yeah. this is MMS. This is, this is one of my drugs here. <laughs> this is something that is strictly against the pharmaceutical industry. Mm -hmm. Anyway, cure for but cancer. You know what? Another, it, you know what? The, the whole thing about that, it, it doesn't matter. It, it, it depends on if it's real for you. And honestly, as much as I love those people you named, I think the majority of the time they're making it up as they go. I really do with all of my heart that they're making it up as they go. Does it work? It works according to your faith. Do you believe it works? Well, yeah, well, it works. That's how, that's how the universe is. There's so many different realms and levels and dimensions and realities here yeah. that whatever you believe, it, it exists. So mm -hmm. as, as a man thinketh in his heart, so, shall, so, so, so is he or so shall it be. Like whatever you want to create, whatever you want to manifest. And so if you think that you're a schizophrenic hypochondriac and you go out into the sunlight and the sunlight burns your skin, you're going to have a fear to go outside your house and you're going to be limited and you're going to live your life that way. Um, when we have these, uh, these encounters with, um, with Jesus or whatever, or even we can, we can say mushroom or, or, or without the mushroom, just spiritual encounters. Did I meet angels on mushrooms? Well, it doesn't matter if those were real angels or not. But when, when I left my experience, my manifestation was that I did, and I had the encounter, and to me, it, it was real, and I think they are real. But um, pe people will laugh and scoff and think we're crazy when we talk about this stuff. But 
it like you have the experience if you have a nightmare where some something like god comes to you or a devil comes to you and and scares the piss out of you and it changes the it changes the the path the course that you were going to make maybe you were going to i'm just going to throw something out there hypothetical maybe you were going to rob somebody and you're plotting you're thinking about robbing someone and you have a dream that when you robbed this dude you got shot and and it's a demon came to you did a demon really come to you and warn you in your dream well when you wake up your 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 realities change and and you're going to live your life as that happened and and it it it's, it's real to you it's real yeah. to you nobody can talk you out of it it doesn't matter if it was real or not but the outcome and and the experience of of what you you took away from it and um the guy who who led me to the lord man and he has amazing encounters man he his encounters early on getting baptized with the holy spirit in a room by himself with jesus and just poured the lord poured hot oil on him and it was running down and like it scared him anointing oil and um and it it blew his mind so he he has all these crazy encounters but he would lock himself in his room for two three hours every night praying meditating and reading the scriptures and um and and he what he left that room with power when he put his hands on people things happened when he prayed things happened but and he 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 was with a woman at a at a time. He was married to this lady, and she would mock him for seeking God as much as he did, and say, "Oh, you missing out on all the fun stuff, and you doing this, and what if that stuff y'all doing ain't even real?" And he and uh, and he he responded. He said, "Well, if, if it ain't real, you know, in the end, we had fun. We didn't hurt anybody, and we helped a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. if it was real or not." my experience was, and I lived in my life as it was this. Um, most of these people in these churches are delusional, man. I get them in my inbox every day. People thinking that they're the Archangel Michael and, Oh gosh, you know what I'm saying? Metatron. And they, they're on, and like they're on antidepressants and people on all kinds of pills and stuff, man. But I don't know what goes on in them people's heads, but I know that it's powerful and it, 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 cha- it changes you know what I'm saying? The way that, that, that we, we interact with people. And, um, I, there's just, there's just different levels to it, man. I think a lot of these people are full of crap, dude. I really do. Just because I've seen so much of the good and the bad on the, in the light and the darkness. And I can see through, um, ag- I can see agendas when, I, you know, I can see through it and, um, I can see if people are operating out of hurt or out of, um, manipulation i can sense this stuff and um a, a lot of people can if you if you flow in the gift of discernment and, and you learn how to how to how to see and be a seer right. be able to see the intentions of the heart jesus yeah. did that jesus would walk up on a crowd of people and he would mm-hmm. know their intentions and he would make he, he would make his next move based upon that you know what what you know, he would read their their mind he would read their aura their spirit and he would he would go the other direction and knew they were wanting to kill him or whatever the case is. And so um, it gets into really w- weird ground. And just because it's fake, just because they're making it up, um, I'm not okay in it. But are they helping people? Like, is it really doing good or are they doing bad because they're making it up and using the name of the Lord in vain? I'm not sure. Um we do have a, another call here. Um, this is w- one of your friends, uh, Iron Johnny. Welcome to the show, man. Oh, yeah, baby. 
Oh, yeah, hey, I just wanted to call in. I won't keep it short, but, you know, as you know that uh, I own the Fringe Radio Network, and uh, Michael is like my boy. He's my right-hand boy. He's really running it along with me, and I just worked all day setting up the DNS for uh, FringeVideoNetwork.com. I wanted to have people look at it and tell me what they think. There's nothing there. It's just a front page, but... I wanted to know what people think of the design and <laughs> tell people that we're expanding into the fringe video network as well. <laughs> Dot com? Think it better watch out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Big thing. Oh, yeah. What are you guys talking about? I just cold called. I wasn't even listening. I just dialed in with my phone. <laughs> this, this we're is talking about you. I'm not even in the studio. This is the actual phone. That's why I sound like a munchkin. Telephone. Wow. Yeah. Don't I sound like <laughs> a munchkin on the cell phone? Get me out of this precious studio, and what does he sound like? He sounds like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Iron Show. Next time we'll come on the Iron Show, we'll both be like deers in the headlights, deer in the headlights when you start up that intro. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is to make you cry. What are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about? Drugs, spirituality, you know. I'm about to promote my book. You're promoting the FringeVideoNetwork.com. Well, one thing we were, t- we're, we're, we're talking about is how, you know, a lot of these, we, we just named a bunch of names of everybody into like the mystical Christian movements and stuff. And um, talking about what if some of these people are making it up as they go, which I really feel like they are. Um, and, and, and the power that they, they have and the teaching, the power behind their teachings about accessing heaven and petitioning heaven and, is it causing harm if it's real and if it's, if it's helping people and is, is it a bad thing? You know, it's kind of talking about that a little bit too. Cause there, I mean, yeah, cause a lot I mean, of these guys have, con- have conflicting stories. So is it the Holy spirit that's telling this guy this little bit and telling him that, and their stories are conflicting and, or is it that they're making it up as they go or they're a little bit delusional, you know? Right. That's where I, cause that's where me and Peter good game, I don't know if you guys know Peter Goodgame. He's like a legend. We came up with the concept of reverse discernment because we're really into the signs and wonders community. Not active in it, but really like it. And uh, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, we're really aware that there's a lot of BS, you know, mixed in with it. So you have to use reverse discernment. And people only think of discernment in one way. They think of discerning the bad, right, out of something, right? Exactly, there you go. Right. Okay, well, reverse discernment, a concept we came up with, is agreeing that there's good and bad there, and then discerning the good, pulling that out, adding that to your theology and your worldview. As long as you have a really good background, you have to have a good theological background. You can't just go into this signs and wonders stuff blind with no formation you have to know your bible you have to have spent a lot of time in decent you know bread and butter plain vanilla bible studies and theology before you ever get involved with this stuff you know because yeah if you don't know what you're looking for some of it could be dangerous there's 
there's there's salvation theology a lot of it is real dangerous when you get into the the Pentecostals, the Assemblies of God, the Fivefold, all the Charismatics, yeah. most of the Charismatics. <clears throat> really, I mean, if you lose, if you sneeze, you lose your salvation. You know, and you have to get exactly. it back. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's a and yeah. <laughs> on, on the other side, there's a lot of real good stuff in there. You know, you got to be able yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't mean to take over your conversation here no so. that's i mean that's that's exactly where we were headed and that's the conversation we just had that even though that there is a bunch of bs and they are making it up they're helping people i i get so many d- disturbing messages about brandon barthrop and my affiliation with him and me interviewing him and he believes this and he believes that and i can't believe you promoted him and it's like look he's it's working remember what was the question at the very beginning michael what's working for you Guess what? What 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 Brandon Barthrop is doing is working. He's helping people, man. People are getting off of dope. They're getting off of hard drugs, and they're coming into a relationship yeah. with Jesus Christ. Even though I don't agree with the majority of what he teaches, I see the fruit in it, and I understand that one thing that he's doing, and the armchair investigators aren't that he's act, he's actually out there making a difference and, and making mm-hmm. disciples and helping people, man. And I don't mm-hmm. care how you do it, if you're making this world a better place, and how fringe or how crazy or silly it looks, I don't care. I really don't. So my hat's off to Brandon Barthop. I love that dude. Yeah, I stand in total agreement with you. You know, I mean, same here. I I would echo the same exact thing that you would say about him. You know, and, and it's kind of like you kind of can sum it up with that old question, you know, uh, what translation of the Bible is the best, right? And the answer is the one you will actually read. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, so you go, there's a lot of people Ooh. that Brandon Barthorp is reaching that you're going to miss. Yeah, exactly. Yep. They're not you know, going to listen to me. And, and, and that's I, I think that's why God's you know, blessing this platform as I'm able to go into places that the churches aren't going to go. And, and we, we don't go as, Hey, you know, we want, we want, we want to get your decision to follow Christ. And it's not, I don't promote this as a Christian platform and, and it doesn't have to be, there can be shows where we don't even mention Jesus. We just talk about spirituality and life and things and, and God's blessing it, man. Many people are, are coming into a relationship with Christ and, are, and, 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 you know, they're, I'm gaining trust with people who would have never, ever picked up a Bible. And these people are messaging me, where do I start, brother? I say, you start in your prayer prayer closet, ask God to reveal himself to you, open up the book of Matthew, open up the book of John and ask God to reveal himself. And I say, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that he will, if you're really seeking him. And man, people are coming in, into a uh, relationship with Jesus, man, through that. And they're calling me up and they need, they want prayer. And it's been something beautiful. But, you know, I've put my, my neck out there, uh, you know what I'm saying, to be uh, put on the chopping block because of the fringe stuff we talk about and, you know, and, and not being scared. But we're, I don't know what God's doing with this platform and, 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 and not just mine, but what you guys are doing because it's very similar. Um, God's using it, man. And for such a time as this where the, uh, the churches are um, – uh, I guess neglecting the gifts of the spirit and, and the things that right. seem fringe and kooky or things that go bump in the night. When, mm-hmm. if you don't answer their questions, they're going to run to the new agers. 
And the new agents yeah. are definitely going to answer their questions. They've got, they're going to tell them what's, what's happening. So we have to step up as the body of Christ and not just let them go by the wayside. People are having spiritual encounters as, as children, and they have no idea how to explain it, how to shut it up, how to fine tune it. They don't know what's going on. And, and what we're doing is very much needed right now. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and I we need Johnny. Johnny's got a very good. I'm glad he's on here because he he's been around the block with this stuff, and he's got a lot of discernment, and he's also incredibly open-minded. So we should actually have Johnny as the official guru for some of this stuff that we're seeking. Yeah, man. I'm, yeah. I'm the official old man. That's for sure. I'm definitely you guys as elder. I could be your grandpa's younger Nine friend. Nine years on this. You're like Obi Wan. Once you do nine years of podcasting and radio casting, yeah. Respect your elders, boy. You know, there was a time uh, before World War II when this whole fringe ministry of yours and mine and and Mike Michaels would have really no value. But not now. Not since the aliens landed at Roswell. Dude, I mean, we're right Mm -hmm. on the cutting edge now. So, I mean, they can Mm -hmm. put us down. They can badmouth us. They can say all kinds of stuff. But... We're both, but they and us are going to stand in front of Jesus, and who, and who is going to, you know, who's going to feel better in that day? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, Jesus, when you're coming into the kingdom, yeah, he'll be looking at you, but I think he's going to be paying a lot more attention to the ones coming in behind you that you're bringing in. That's my philosophy. Go. You can't back that up with scripture, mm-hmm. probably, but uh, maybe you can. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but you have so much value, and you just need to keep. You just need to keep doing it, man. You're reaching people I can't. We're all friends, me, you, and Michael. But I mean, you're a rapper, and you're and and you know you're kind of in that uh, culture that I'm not in. I'm in a different fringe culture. But yeah, you got to keep on going because you got value, dude. I mean, I think, like, uh, I think what Alan Davenport said to me that uh, the uh, the spiritual side on both sides of the fence all know me by name is what he prophesied over me, and I'm sure they know you even better, and I'm sure they know Michael's name even better than either one of us. So that's that's all I have to say. Yeah, about we gotta that. watch each other's backs, you know. We're building the wall <laughs> here. What Trump's really got the physical is, wall. We've got the spiritual wall, and I've got the wall of China. <laughs> what I hate is the the backbiting and stuff and fighting that's in the fringe community now, which didn't used to be. But as we get bigger and bigger, we're going to see a lot more of that. Man, I hate that. We really yeah. need to stick together. I mean, we're not going to agree on everything, on every little thing. Yeah. You know, we got to shine that. Yeah. At- we, we've done a couple of shows where we address that, and that, that's just something that I don't understand. For me, it's a turnoff, you know, it's when, when, when some, some of the fringe people who have a, a small following. But like I said, when you flow in the, the, the gift of discernment, you understand where that comes from. Like you, that you can't honor somebody and you have to steer people away from John Crowder. It's because you're trying to build your following. Yeah, hey, guys, watch. I like John Crowder, but... I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to him guys. Be careful. You know, it's cause you're trying to, I think anytime that we, we put salt on somebody, it's because we're trying to make ourselves look better. Um, and I, I, I see through that. And, um, but I, I, I see, like you said, the reverse discernment, 
that's I've been practicing that for years now. Um, I didn't know it had a name, <laughs> but um, it's it's awesome though. It's awesome to kind of use it for the other way versus seeing the negative in everything. And it's demonic. Yeah. Watch out. Hey, that's demonic. Now I'm like, you know what? There's some good in this brother, man. I see potential in this dude, man. I can see, I can see, I see, I see him in a, a few months from now or a few, few years from now. I'm going to hang in there with him. You right. know, that type of yeah, discernment. You know, can you discern that? At your local, you know, spirit filled church, you know, people are going to get lined up even in, even in front of Benny Hinn. Everybody hates him. There's going to be a hundred people lined up. Most of them are Not faking me. it. You know, most of them are faking it. Some are going on cue, some power suggestion, but three or four of them are actually yeah. getting healed. The Holy Spirit's exactly. actually doing it. You got to realize exactly. that. Yep. Yep, yep, so yep. Hard thing to do. I put my he neck out there for Benny Hinn. I, I like Benny Hinn. <laughs> I, I like I like all these guys in the early days. Oh. T.D. Jakes, Cruffalo Dollar. Yeah. I'm sure all of these dudes started started out, man. If you go back and read Benny Hinn's early work, man, Good Morning Holy Spirit, Welcome Holy Spirit, about uh, transcendental encounters with Jesus, praying in his room for 14 hours, reading his Bible, and Jesus stepping in his room and fellowship with the Holy Spirit, like, that's the kind of stuff that I was into when I got born again. So I was led to his work. Obviously, it's not the same now, but early Benny Hinn, man, he was on to something, dude. Just like all these guys, you know, Mike Murdoch, all these Kenneth Copeland. I'm sure these dudes started out in a pure place, man. I really do. But now a lot of these dudes, I don't I, I wouldn't I would never send anybody, you know, what I'm saying their way. Yeah, what happens is we're only human. It's just the institutionalization of everything kills it. Sorry. Yeah, institutionalization uh, you know, Michael is, kills Michael everything. Said, Money. Yeah, Michael said before, which is a really profound statement, as these kinds of things happen whenever uh, the church tries to organize. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in yeah. any group. And then, what do you say, guys? Should we organize? <laughs> unorganized. Let's start a church. The three of us, guys. An, un- an unorganized go, church. Yeah. Well, well you know what? You know what? It com- comes into play too. Is when, is when you start a church or you start a ministry, and it revolves around one man, just the pastor. The pastor's the overseer of everything, versus having the the prophets, the apostles, the evangelists, the teachers, mm-hmm. all being a board of members or a board of people that flow in each of those gifts and if we when we do we do that in, in small prayer meetings all the time and it works marvelously people have testimonies and songs and share and i feel like the spirit wants us to go this way and and being led and we trust each other uh each other's gifts of discernment and, and what we're good at and it flows marvelously versus like okay this is a service that we've planned out and i'm the pastor and man that that's what it really means to be the body of Christ of everybody coming together and having the, the true fivefold ministry coming together. It's unstoppable. The body, the scripture Amen. says that, that uh, upon this rock, he'll build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Well, why is the, the gates of hell prevailing against most of these churches and people come out of the churches more confused than whenever they went in, man, you know, because they see us fighting each other. Every other sermon is about money. I, you know what? I kind of, I kind of disagree. I don't see the church, at least the American churches, having really that much of a deficit. I mean, I'm, yeah, they all got their problems, but I mean, I don't, 
I mean, what the only thing they're not doing is providing an answer for for fringe questions. You know, well, what about the aliens? You know, what about demons? What about angels? You know, what about the giants? You know, all that thing. That stuff shouldn't be fringe, though. Some of that stuff is a that should be like ABC stuff for people, and it is though. That's why the scripture says that the spirit of the prophets is subject unto the prophets. Most churches have kick, kicked the prophets out, and anybody have have any type of prophetic inkling, they've they've kicked them out. Um, I rem, I remember be, yeah. as kids, yeah. these, these are we're talk, we're not talking about grown people who are well versed in doctrine having uh, disputes about religious matters. I'm talking about kids who are having angelic encounters and hearing voices and seeing shadows. And then, or, or even if it's a good thing, like in, or angelic voices, you know, and, and you go to the pastor and they say, Oh, that's just, we'll pray it away. Let's pray it away. And then nothing happens. And uh, so this is like, I think that's some, some um, elementary stuff. I think that what almost 90% sure. of Jesus's ministry was dealing with spirits and demons, you know? And it's a min- we forget even the word ministry. Like I'll tell you some inside baseball, what's happening around um, the show that I'm doing, Spirit Wars, and with a lot of the people at the Fringe Radio Network is that we have a resident prophet, Alan Davenport, that's been coming on pretty much every other show, and uh, Cassandra likewise. But I mean, everybody carries a different gift. And what are they doing with their gifts? They're ministering to other people, like all the people that have been sort of satelliting or engaged in this this conquest of the spirit that we're involved with are taking heavy fire. You know, Dan was going to come on today and he couldn't because he's lives in Honduras or Guatemala and he just couldn't get mm-hmm. a good connection, but he was going to share some of his battles. And then here comes this prophet guy and he's doing a show and you know, it's interesting. And I figured, Oh, he's going to be another one of these guys that just talks about the fivefold ministry and whatever. He comes in here and he just starts like taking out his prophecy web. He's like, zoom, zoom. <laughs> and we're all getting like, oh my gosh, I've got prophecy. And, and you know, you're like my friends of mine that live here with me, they're like shaking and weeping when he gets prophecy for them. And you know, it works. That's the thing is that it's people using the gift to actually heal people, especially in this battle zone. And uh, we need it. And we need teaching. I mean, we don't all need to be that guy. Yeah. But exactly. we need to know what is Derek Gilbert talking about, View from the Bunker. We need Canary Cry Radio, these other guys that do such a good job and we're not competing with each other because mm-hmm. there's so much territory to cover. I wish there was like a thousand Derek Grosskirts. We need to clone Truth Seeker and get more of these because there's a lot more people out there that are waiting to be reached. And, um, and the gifts are just gifts. You know, we can... I'm all in, I'm kind of the spirit nerd, you know, I just published my book about kind of spirit traveling and it's fiction, but it's based off of actual experiences and things that I've seen. And it's just like, it sounds like sci-fi. So I might as well sci-fi eyes it. The <laughs> book started coming true. Things in this book started happening. And I'm just like, man, there's just so much ground to cover. If you're out there, you're listening, you should start a show. You should start a YouTube channel. Everybody should have a blog. Everybody should get involved. Within a yeah. few years, you're going to get picked up by the fringe radio mothership that's going to come pick you up and, and just, you know, add you into this. You know, we, we all are needed. God's got something to share just through you. Share your truth, whatever's working. Like, I want to know. Yeah. I'm still on the journey. Yeah. I, I have not arrived. I, I, need, I need help as well. We need um, um, e- each other. And like I said, I think that's why I try not to get into the conspiracy theory stuff too much. I just like, 
to what works. Like, and and people may say, well, aliens and stuff that's conspiracy. No, this like it it's it it works, man. Like it's yeah, I've true. I've had I've had encounters and, and and things like that. So it's not like a a theory of something that I I don't know or I can't prove or it hasn't hasn't happened in my life. You know. Yeah, it's a real that's thing. Right. Hey, aliens work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Got him on my payroll. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know. All right. So we got. We got. I was gonna say Brandon Barth. A lot of that Brandon Barthorpe, a lot of that's harmless. When you have really actually dangerous stuff like these Hebrew roots guys, you know, and one nineteen ministries. <laughs> yeah. One nineteen ministries. I was just telling somebody today. They were trying to send me that. I go, oh, you realize one night team ministries, they're really, they're really evil. And like, how could you say that? I go, well, okay, I'll give you an example. I mean, one of their videos demonstrates to you how Jesus did not, in fact, die for you. He only died to reunite the northern and southern kingdoms of Israel. So really, yeah, I mean, if you're not stuff. one of them, you need to just kind of give up. Okay, now that's dangerous. Yeah, I've I've been a part of those groups, man. I've been a part of those groups that 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 Jesus only died for the the black man. I've been a did part of those groups. Did you get deliverance? Did you get deliverance? I honest, I did. Oh, you did. I really? had to. Yeah. Oh wow. No, no, no. They were, I, and and I and I would try to, uh, I would try to, you know, um, explain it and say, well, let me just listen because these guys got a lot of truth, and they did. They know a lot of stuff in them scriptures that you will never hear in a, in a Sunday morning sermon. And and it was new to me and it, it made the, the scriptures become new again to see somebody mm. teaching stuff that I had never heard and breaking yeah. it down with chapter upon chapter, verse upon verse. Yeah. But, and it was beautiful, but some of the stuff they get into is like, and then I would just tell myself, ah, oh, I don't believe that I could just listen and just hold on to the good stuff and spit out the bones. You know, I would say in the church and, uh, but no, eventually just keep hearing that stuff, man. You start it's, you know, I, I I really think that repetition reduces resistance. And the more and more we mm. hear something, the more we begin to let our guard down to it and, and maybe begin to question it or or it could be real or even That's just right. subconsciously it gets in. Yeah. And I had to I had to confess some things to some brothers in, in prayer. And uh and when I did, I felt it release and I, I sought the Lord in tears and I literally felt like the way I was not going to be able to see Christians the same way again. Uh, uh, and uh, and because of the, all the stuff I had been studying for months under these guys, I confessed it to them, and it, it left. And I felt the Spirit of the Lord come in and forgive me, and I confessed it to my brother. And it's, so the Scriptures are true. If we confess our sins one to another, he is faithful and just to forgive us. So that's what it's about, confessing it. Don't hold it in, whatever you're dealing with, and it works, man. And so we talk about what works for you. That works, and I'm going to share that because it works. That's good advice. I never thought if of If any man love not yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema. That's pretty much it. I mean, just you guys both love Jesus. That's all I need to know. Yeah, it's pretty cool, though. I never thought of confessing your way out of bad theology. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. I never thought of that. Are we, I'm sure we, sense. man, I've had to do that a lot. I've studied under a bunch of groups, man. I've studied, and, and once I was really big into the Hebrew Israelites and that kind of stuff, I went to work with a group of electricians 
who were card carrying Klansmen in Mississippi, and oh, no. and they be, they believe that the 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 people of the Bible are are, are the white men. And the white men are the Jews, and, and they tried to sit me down and teach me that stuff. And I'm going back and forth with these people on the job site, and they hand me their Bible to look up a scripture. And in and, and, and my, and my, my Bible, I have all the, the scriptures about spirituality, about blessings, about uh, I'm going to bless you, and I'm a father unto you, and you are called, and my grace is sufficient. Like Those are the scriptures I have highlighted in my Bible. They handed me their Bible to look up a scripture, and from Genesis to Revelation, the whole Bible was highlighted with highlighter marker of, of uh, um, scriptures about how the white man is to rule and reign on the earth, and how you know the the uh, the uh, the, uh, the uh, black men are the uh, infidels, and and you're not supposed to even even share the truth with them, and all kind of it, people. There's some crazy belief systems out there, man. I've had yeah, to work my way through a lot of that stuff. What about the Asian man? I'm I'm reporting here from the 1040 window. I got to deal with these Buddhists like every day, and it's like walking through soup sometimes, man. Yeah, but that's hey, Second Corinthians chapter one. That's why the Bible is yeah, really. Yeah, Well, that's why the Bible is really clear about Israel. I mean, if you really, if you really want to know what Israel was. It's very clear. I mean, it shows you how they were a, a mixed uh, uh, na- nation, not a race. They they had nothing to do with a race. They were a, a nation. They were the nation of Israel, not a ra- not the race of Israel. And they were made out of all races on the earth, even back then. And if, if you read your Bible in your Old Testament, it will show you all the different races that had come in and joined to become the nation of Israel, right? I mean, even from the very beginning, there was no such thing as an Israel race. Abraham wasn't an Israeli. He was a Sumerian. <laughs> no, he was from Sumer. Yeah. And those guys, the Sumerians, they, they were a little bit mixed themselves. They weren't a race. They were a nation. Yeah. I mean, they had some real dark black looking African guys and some Egyptian looking guys and some Asian looking guys. That's ancient Sumer right there. They were a mixed uh, nation, right? So Abraham didn't even come from a race. He came from a mixed nation, became Israel. His descendants were, were whatever race Abraham was, right? But right away, they started mixing in with other races. If you read your Bible, it's so easy to see it. So easy. Yeah. You know, and by the time we get to Egypt, it, it names them as a mixed multitude. And, yeah. and when it says mixed, it means mixed. That's why today you have Jews in Israel who are black, who are Chinese, who are white, who are Hispanic, who are Egyptian-looking. Yeah. And yeah. They're all Israelites, all of them. Wow. Real, actual, honest to yeah. God Jews. Amen. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's I what think, people I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool that in the New Testament too, when it talks about Israel and, and who is a true um, Jew, it says a true Israelite is one who is one inwardly or spiritually. That makes yeah. you Israel. And the word Israel simply translates to what? Child of God, children of God. The Israelites. Yeah. 
So that's that, that, I think that kind of solves that. We got a couple, we got a couple people on the phone lines. They've been um, waiting patiently for a while. I'm gonna go ahead and bring these guys in. We have a caller from uh, South Carolina. Uh, caller, who are we speaking with? This is Ann. Hey guys, I'm in the show. Hey, thanks for calling. How are you? Good. Hey Ann. I'm tracking oh, everything y'all been saying. And um, trying to track, right? We're going you've all over the place. Got to get on the show. <laughs> she okay. rolls in so much revelation constantly. She's amazing. Awesome. We'll do it. Make it happen. How are you doing, Ann? <laughs> yeah. Right. Get get Ann with uh, Robin Maine on together. The Earth would would crack in half. <laughs> it's it's been a crazy day. Um, I I. The most recent word I've received from the Lord is he's just, it's the word is hesed, C-H-E-S-E-D. And it means God is expanding and that he is reproducing himself. And we're talking about this camp and that camp and, oh, well, we like what they do or we used to like what they did. And, you know, and I was trying to guys locked, you know, perfectly. But I was just thinking about that word I just received, and he's saying he's going to reproduce himself. And I think that's, that's beautiful. That's, and I think it's really um, a new thing. I, I can't really elaborate on it. I get, I'm some, I get some downloads from what Dan, what Ann just said. Mm-hmm. I know it's I'm really pretty, I'm, about that intimacy with Jesus that um, it's just like he's rep, he's reproducing himself through us, through the bride, creating something new. He's always and he's even using this technology. And look how good truth seekers that using that all this darn fangled contraptions. And I mean, this is definitely going to reproduce into something brand new that we've just never seen before because we can share this information and talk about it so easily. Mm-hmm. I'm sure um, your mind probably starts running crazy too. Just just thinking of all the artistic ways that 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 truth comes across, or even like looking at Stranger Things of this virus that is just reproducing itself on the television show Stranger Things and communicating with through nature and through through people and and things like that. Man, um, just this yeah. this notion of having a picture of what it's like for something to re produce itself and to take over to take over different streams of consciousness to get its uh agenda across man and uh that's that that's a, that's a strong word i've i've heard it i've heard it in in the past but um i definitely feel like that's the what what the spirit is doing not what what any man is doing or something that we can try to coin the phrase or or market but it's what this just happens organically you know through the body of christ and one thing that I love about your approach to all this, too, and Anne's approach, too, is that you're able to look at this stuff in the Illuminati, conspiracy, Stranger Things, world of MKUltra and all this and not get afraid of it, but just be feel challenged by it. Like, all right, that's what the devil's got. It's all stolen from the yeah. kingdom. What yep. has God got? What does he have for us? Because are we just after, you know, oh, I just want to have another spiritual experience. Or is the kingdom of God actually going to start manifesting? And are we really going to band together and find the truth together? We're going to seek 
and knock and the door will be opened just like in stranger things. But instead of demons coming into our house, we might actually find a way to open portals between our house. I mean, this, this goofy green screen that I've got behind me, I could literally put anything on it and have a portal to anywhere just visually. But at some point, this technology, this is old technology in the future, we're going to be going to a place where as we're going into augmented reality and shared consciousness as DARPA's researching the brain chip interface stuff, we're going to go into something that is just, it's extra dimensional and all the thoughts in your heart are going to be manifested. So we have to be grounded in the word of God. People need to really know what is the truth so that they don't just start doubting which way is up or down. Like most people I know, I just had a flat earther on my show the other day. It's like, Oh, there's such a thing as gravity. Okay please. And, you know, but that's where we're going. It's going to get a lot worse. Flat earth is just the warm up. Sorry, flat earthers. I love you. <laughs> I just interviewed one, but I'm just saying that there is nothing that they won't be able to, to deceive you and make you think that now you have the secret. You have the real secret of the Bible because you discovered that black is white and white is black. Did you ever think about that? And then the next thing, eventually, did you know that actually Jesus is Lucifer and Lucifer is Jesus? Did you ever think about that? Hmm? <laughs> getting those and I'm telling you, people get it. Yeah. I mean, Luciferians, that's what they think. They think that Christians are bad and they think that Lucifer is good. And you're like, what? Yeah. Oh, by the way, the earth is overpopulated. Um, have you, you realize what you sound like? Have you ever seen uh, Google Earth? Just go to Google Earth. You just zoom out three or four clicks. And then tell me that again. You know what I'm saying? The earth is overpopulated. Yeah. And you know what? And and there was, I've got, I've got, I I went, I went back and forth with a guy the other day because there was a, there was a conspiracy. I think it's about today. I think the conspiracy was about today. I don't give myself over to these things, but they, they cross your, your stream when you are on social media and you got people of every sect that follow you and, they're just friends cross paths or whatever um, about this whole um, uh, grid shutdown thing of this uh, EMP testing that they oh, were supposed yeah. to be doing. Is it today or tomorrow? Is it, was it the fourth? Uh, I think it, it was, was yesterday today. for me. I don't know. Yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So I think it was it's already over. The, the, it's midnight, exactly. Yeah. Like all these people were posting this stuff and I'm getting on there sharing articles. I was like, it's not going to happen. Stop doing this. Stop doing this. And I share an article and they just unleash on me. I can't believe you don't believe it, bro. You're just brainwashed by the mainstream media. I said, no. How many times have you, are you guys going to share these conspiracy theories and give dates that never happen? And they say, true seeker, I'm not going to listen to anything you say. You lost all credibility because you shared an article from a mainstream uh, site that kind of debunked this. I'm like, well, if this doesn't come to pass, then you've lost all credibility with me because you're out here promoting fear and hysteria to people about some stuff that's made up on the internet we're talking about fake news this is fake news in the highest somebody make dude i i could easily make those articles up and probably promote it and put just a, a few dollars behind facebook ads that they start circulating people eat that stuff up i had a guy on here the other day who's a conspiracy channel dude when he goes live we think i have a good following uh, this guy goes live. He's got 600 people watching him instantly talking about flat earth and 
the government's going to kill everybody and all of this stuff. And they love it. They eat it up. And I came into the truth movement under a lot of that stuff, you know, but it's disgusting to me now. It's just, I, I don't, I hate it, man. Well, it's not about the popularity, but it would be nice to be able to reach out to those people. And it's good. I mean, I want to have Douglas Speakers back on. on. That's why I had him on my show. You reach out to their audience, you know, and that's, we need to have that kind of mentality of soldiers. Like we're going in there, we're reaching out to these people. You know, I want to go on more new age shows. I want to meet more. You just have to watch your spirit. You know, don't get too many, don't take too many hits without getting some healing, you know, come back to Mm -hmm. mother base again, but yeah, but that's what we're doing, man. This internet is a big battlefield and we're reaching, you'll always find that one guy. (laughs) Yeah. It's a war. You know, people yeah. don't get it. There's this is a, a a bloody war that we're in spiritually and even just informationally. And um, yeah, I mean, that's who else should we who who should we hit up, man? Who's on who, what's on the hit list of the truth seeker the next few I don't months? No, I'm trying to I don't have anybody. That's why we're just makeshifting something tonight, man. Like I've uh, I have to stay stirred up. I mean, most people want me to just to get on here and, and share what I've what I've come to learn. Um I don't just like get on here touting about myself and about wisdom and stuff. It's fun, but I'd rather have, I'd rather do it in, in discussion form and how we can kind of dialogue back mm-hmm. and forth a little bit with it. I'm open. Um, I've had a couple of the, of the, uh, of the, of the following, some of the people in the audience who have uh, sent requests on some people that I need to look in. I see Miss Carolyn, she's commenting right now. She sent me a name of somebody to check out. So even, even the guy who I interviewed about the conspiracy stuff, it was, a suggestion from one of the patrons um, say, Hey, check this dude out. I love your music. I love his music. Check him out. I got him on the show. I, I did him a favor. We had a good discussion. I guess I kind of felt like a jerk a little bit because I was denouncing a lot of conspiracy theory stuff while he was on, you know, um, he was cool about it, but I was just setting the record stress. I look, I'm not into that. I'm into spirituality and what to bring change and change yeah. people's lives versus like, theorizing Amen. the government's trying to kill us, man. And what are we going to do? How are we going to escape? Like I've been there. And, that that's, what, that, and, and that, that's why yeah. I am vocal. It's fun stuff though. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what Carolyn said. She said, uh, what true seeker just said, I think a lot of the population is simply bored and crave right. the, the stimulation. Yeah. You have a lot of comments here. All the people in the chat want to come on. <laughs> They're like, interview me. <laughs> cool. Chrome 13, Adam Starseed Bay, Caroline. So, God bless soldier you. Soldier of Christ. Soldier of Christ. Yep. Isaiah Saldivar. I'm going after um, Andrew Basiago. Okay. Andrew Basiago, president, 2020. And uh, okay, yeah, who's yeah. that other super soldier guy uh, from Mars? Uh, shoot. Captain K. Okay. I want to get in touch with these guys. Um, I mean, we should just go back and look at all the Project Camelot archives and just email every guest. From 10 just years ago. Just go after every guest and go yeah. into InfoWars. Check all the InfoWars guests. Let's go after yeah. Let's get some more, you know, but you um, know what, though? provable but information. I still, well. Part of me still has to be, has to use the discernment for the platform. And I say that after having Jordan Maxwell on. You know, I had him back on. I, okay, I what happened? Seen that. <laughs> the same thing. The same thing. I got a lot of views. I got a lot of subscribers from it, which was the goal was to get right. him on. And, and now in, in the midst of this conversation of a, of a video that's now at like 34,000 views uh, because of his name, not because of anything I've done, but to get his people on and let me kind of interject 
my truth in there and maybe I can say some things that resonate with them or, and I did got a lot of subscribers behind it. A a lot of people. And and so I will have those people on because of that, but, but I don't want somebody on here lying and making it up as they go. Even though Mm -hmm. I I was saying, Mm -hmm. is it harmful? I'm not promoting that. I want you to be authentic. I want you to really, if, if you really believe what you're saying, we, I think we can build with that. So I don't want somebody on here who's like actively knowingly deceiving people, which I, there's a lot of them in the Christian mystic movement. I think Jason Westerfield's one of them, man. I think uh, even the show where he's at now, but who knows? He might really believe that stuff. I don't know, man. You know, and I hate to, it's weird. I hate to throw those names out there. I know. I'm, I mean, okay. I made up a book. I wrote a book. I'll write it in the, um, chat right here i just published it it's for it's not expensive but i made up some stuff but i also had some prophecy mixed in and i had some bible truth and it's an adventure it's a romance novel that my Mm -hmm. friend dared me to write with enoch and i just had i went to town with this thing man i was like all right i'm making stuff up i'm just writing this guess what all this weird stuff in that book came true i got obsessed with it i got sucked into it i can't stop writing i've got like 10 more sequels on the way and it's just you get into this spiritual spirit world and you think you're making stuff up and then it comes true. Jason yeah. Westerfield was making a lot of it up, but he was also really cu- tapping into stuff and well, it got dangerous. And I know people the, that have been the around power, The power of the imagination, though. Everything comes out of the imagination. Exactly. Which means what as the AI, I'm going to goosebumps, as the AI is taking over, we need to focus on creativity and what does come through that channel when you're making stuff up mm-hmm. and what, are, what is inside of you? Is it this, do you have the word of God just exactly. like ingrained yeah. in you or are you um, sucked into every weird imaginary conspiracy? A lot of that stuff is real aliens, astral projection, you know, the Illuminati, all of it, Donald Trump, it's all real. <laughs> no, that could never but, exist in this reality. No, um, there's no way that that Alex Jones would ever help the president get elected. That's like a weird alternate universe. Black helicopters. But yeah, we do have enough. We, we do we live do in have... a world. Go ahead. Yeah. Segway. We live in a world where lots of weird stuff is true. A lot of it. So yep. we need your help. Caller from Northwest Arkansas, who's been holding on the line patiently. Who are we speaking with? What up, guys? This is Hunter Fuse from Arkansas. Hunter Fuse from Arkansas. What's up, my brother? Howdy, dude. Not much doing all right. Just sitting here listening, trying to make sense of half of it, because I can't say I know most of it, but I can understand some of it. So that helps. (laughs) Yeah, we we started speaking some really deep Christianese there, that if you don't know who these these (laughs) names are that we're dropping, it's going to go over everybody's head. And that's when... You know, maybe you could do your research of just going back and checking out some of these names we've mentioned, but uh, or not. But uh, you know, what I'm saying uh, you, it, we, that tends to happen in these conversations because it's, essentially we're having a, a, a conversation about you know things that we're into and, and concerns that we have. And uh, so uh, Kenneth Booker says Hunter Fuse in the building. Hey Hunter, man, while we got you on the line, there's some, there's some people listening right now. Go ahead and plug your new album because I'm featured on it. We did an amazing track. Hunter reached out to me to to get me on his album. Uh, we did a song, and his album just dropped. Go ahead and plug that for a minute, man. 
Yeah, the album is called Let Us Give Thanks. And right now, you can find it on Amazon. It's on Spotify. I know it's on Tidal. For some reason, it is not on iTunes, and I cannot figure out why. So I sent an email to the people who distributed for me to figure out what's going on with that, and I haven't heard back from them yet. So hopefully, it'll be on iTunes too. But yeah, Amazon. Oh, and Google Play. It's also on Google Play as well. So pretty much most of them, it's out on with the exception of iTunes, but I'm thinking, getting to the bottom of that. So, But yeah, I mean, the truth is, the song mm-hmm. was one of the best ones we did, so... Yeah, that was a good song, man. Beautiful. We could talk about pain. We could talk about strife. We could talk about fate. We could talk about life. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and my chakras aligned. It's renewed every day by the presence of God. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Holy but Ghost yeah. on my side. But yeah, I'm listening to uh, what most of you guys are saying, and it's making me, because again, I can't say I'm at the same level of spirituality as you all are. But I've had my own like spiritual experiences because I've shared on the show before. But I've had demonic <sighs> attacks several times, and I also had a, a really good angelic experience, which was actually very surprising to find out that that was one because I thought it was just a dream. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just stuff like that. Just talking about it gives it more power to me when I think about that. And then um, I heard a synocris. Synchrony, or uh, I'm probably butchering the word. How do you pronounce it? Synchronicity. Synchronicity, yes, thank you. Uh, who was that I'm speaking to? I can't get the voices with the names. This is, this is, this is, this is um, Michael Basham. I think you, you may have spoke with him before. Oh, I may have. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he had him on a podcast. I remember that. Yeah, I mm-hmm. remember um, syn- synchronicity. It's like... I've been really learning to keep my eye out for those because when you notice, even the smallest moment can be the most powerful. I remember my first big synchronicity yeah. moment was... Um, the way to put it. It was uh, when you had Illuminate on the show and he was talking about how he pretty much just spoke to God saying, break my heart for what breaks yours, God. And it made, and all of a sudden yeah. it popped in my head, wait, there's a song that says that. So there's actually a song by Hillsong called Hosanna. And in the bridge it also says, Break my heart oh, yeah. for what breaks yours. Yeah, it's a great song. Wow. Yeah, so I have to make Beautiful. sure. Yeah, so I just remind myself that I need to uh, pretty much. I got God, whatever breaks your heart that you see, let it break mine too, so I can do your will. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, give me vision. I mean, I think I think my favorite Bethel song is um, which is a, a ton of them is my favorite, but. The 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 one I'm on is uh my my go to is God I look to you, and it's uh get and, and one of the keys the key notes uh, verses it says uh um give me wisdom because you know just what to do and it says God I look to you uh, give me vision to see things like you do and just simply and that's my prayer man to see things like He sees them and to know how he how he sees them is is to is to know the scriptures i remember when when i came to the lord i I talk about the the guy who who led me to the lord every everything we would mention he'd have a scripture for it and it was about it was it was um applicable and i was like i want to i want to be like that one day and early on i was like i could never there's no way i could learn the scriptures enough to do that and that now that's exactly how my brain works i have a Every everything that comes in is is 
filtered through the scriptures. I know the scriptures in such a way that I'm able to kind of use discernment, use the scriptures as discernment, you know, okay, the word says this. Okay. Okay. And I know the scriptures to go to. And, um, it's just, you know, knowing the scriptures is knowing the will of, of, of God, of what and he, how he sees, you know, the scriptures and, and you also have a relationship. I think people can feel God's love through you, Derek, mm-hmm. and they really sense God's spirit and you do have a relationship with them and you really genuinely love God and you love others. And that's because, you know, you could have an AI like Satan who knows the scriptures and twist them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of pastors do that. And they try to get what they cause They've always got an agenda. There's always that thing that they're trying to get, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's worship or money or something. Yeah. And so, but you're not like that. You're not just handling the word of God deceitfully, but mm-hmm. speaking the truth in love. And, um, that's the key, I think, is what you're doing is you're actually bringing a lot of healing to people that they would never set foot in a church. You know, you've got yeah, some amazing yeah. listeners. Just so yeah, cool man. to just be here hanging out and listening. No, it, it shifts to into your a friends. community. It's so cool. It's it's turns into a community, man, of people and uh who are just interlinking and, and friends who bring friends in and, and people telling other people about it and somebody googling Jordan Maxwell and finding True Seeker because I had him and it's just awesome how yeah. God has just positioned awesome. me in this in this season to do this stuff. I like that healing got brought up because that also reminded me of something that has been deep on my mind this past week. Um, there's a, a pastor named uh, Steve Furtick, and he's all over Facebook. Yeah. And uh, wh- he's a, and one of his little clips I happened to come across was um, he was doing a sermon on forgiveness, and he said the Lord told him to talk about the nails. Mm-hmm. And his idea was pretty much uh, the proof was that this was God was the uh, nail scars that he still had on his hands. And then he's like, where did the nails hurt you? Because it's like, because it's not until you remove the nails that you can truly learn to forgive others and forgive yourself. Because the proof is because the proof of the Lord is in the healing. And so that one's hit me That's because, good. Um, for, because for me it's like it was in the heart because I got a heart of gold, but it's been pierced so many times by the nails of everyone just with the gossiping and slandering and just how much hate is in this world that it's like every time I remove one nail, I have to learn just to toss it aside because at the time I just want to throw it back. That's part of the walk, man. Amen. And you can Yeah, Steve Furtick's good, man. And to um he's he's controversial just because of, he's a huge mega church, like one of the biggest churches out there right now. But he just did a um a um one on one sit down interview in his church with T D Jakes about T D Jakes' new book called Soar. And uh that's a good interview him and and T.D. Jakes having a conversation in front of his congregation. And T.D. Jakes was just really open about um, spiritual Christian entrepreneurship and about, um, cool about soaring. And it's a, I think, I think my wife's getting me the book for Christmas, but uh, it's uh, (laughs) a, I've, I've I've listened to a couple, um, a couple of his interviews about the book and it just came out and um, it's it's amazing. Just from the interviews I've seen, people talking about it but um watch that that interview trust me if you if you have a dream and a vision and something that you want to build in in, in mind for the future 
listen to that. It's it's a uh, it'll light a fire in your heart, and and give you scripture about it too. And about um one thing you talked about in there was about how you know people pray for for um for for chairs and for tables and stuff and how God didn't give us chairs and he, God never gave us a table, but he gives us wood. He gives us trees. And then he gives us the ingenuity and the creativity to go into here, this place we're talking about, the imagination and to create a chair and, and to take the wood and create a table, create a boat, right. create a, a, you know, w- whatever it is, man. And he goes into some detail about that, which is really beautiful. And it's true. You're like God, give me a, give me a, 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 a boat, give me a, a chair. I'm gonna give you some wood, and I'm gonna let you use your, your brain that I've given you as well. So in your hands, and you can, you can make one and create one, or create something new out of it too. So, isn't it true that the enemy is just trying to usurp your creative potential? Like, he, have you ever been just so high in the Lord, or just getting something? Or you get an idea for a song or, you know, as you're creating this amazing podcast, video cast, that then suddenly the enemy comes in with some distraction that it just jars you out of it and then just sucks all of your attention into this little negative, weird cyclone of nothing. And you're like, oh, my gosh, where's my energy gone? And you lose sight of like, oh, I was writing a novel. What was I doing? You forget. Or like, what was that song I was about to, you know? I mean, that's what the enemy is trying to do. And then he's trying to suck all your energy out so that all you have the energy left to do is just go on Facebook and just do this. <laughs> I get that all the time when I'm trying to make music. <laughs> we all use it, but it's a slum. Click, click, click. You've got to be creating stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're I, meant I've to been, be little gods with little G. I've and been we're hitting, meant to worship the most high. I've been hitting that slum during my writing process sometimes now. Um, cause I push myself so hard and sometimes I'll sit down to write as far as create creating music and I'll only get a little bit and it'll hurt my head so much because the wordplay and, and all of the, the stuff that goes into it now and not wanting to keep saying the same thing that I've been saying and how many, how many ways can yeah. you rhyme Kundalini and how many times can you say Holy spirit? And I got the light at the, I got, I got the light in the night of Christ and all these rhyming words and i've got all these albums that are along the lines of the same content but I'm, i have to present it in in, in in new and exciting ways to say oh you said that on you rhyming the same words you're saying the same thing so pushing it so now i'll start writing and i'll, I'll be on a rhyming scheme and I'll, I'll just be researching words and rhyming words and opening up the thesaurus and have all these apps open dude and like okay these works okay mm. that don't make sense and then finally it's like god wow. It's just hurting my head, but it, but when I have a finished product, it's so beautiful, but it, it turns me off. Once I hit that wall, I'm like, Oh, this is hurting my head. I've only got two uh, bars or two lyrics out of this, but I was like, you know what? It's progress. Those two bars and those two, those two lyrics, it's progress. I'll come back to it. Sure. Let me, let me get on Facebook. Let me play a video game. Let me do something else get off of it and then come back to it. And, uh, and hopefully I can get, I can approach it fresh again or something, but it's starting to hurt. And that's how I've been hit. I guess we call it writer's block at times, you know, but it's writer's block, but it's cooped with perfectionism and wanting to be, and wanting to bring good content and not just repeat myself over and over and over. And 
How many times can I started you playing that? the piano again. I started, I haven't played the piano in years. I had a really famous piano teacher, Ivan Davis, when I was just a new student, just, I wasn't very good, but he did give me a lot of good advice for practicing and playing. And so recently I just started to play it again. And, and I just divorced myself from the thinking of how does this sound to other people? And just, I'm just going to enjoy the feeling of making sound on the keyboard and just doing it. And man, I felt so much release. Like I felt like I could just worship God through the piano and just, or just unload my soul, like, like David or something. Not that I'm so good, but just feeling like it doesn't matter if I'm good or not. I mean, this is it, you know, write, write a book, you know, look at all the crap out there in the bookstore. I mean, they just have nice deals with publishers. You've got something yeah. to say. How much did know, you write right? and just stick into Facebook and flush it down the, the Facebook? Toilet? I get on to all my friends book, about that book right now. Dude, I you know? get on to my friends about that. I get on to Dan. Dan Keep does doing that. that. Dan will, will, will type uh, freaking uh, four paragraphs about this revelation about light and how we are light. Yeah. And four paragraphs, and, and then it'll get it flushed down. I'm like, dude, you need to save that and put it on a website. Make it a blog post so we can continue right. to share it. Facebook is yeah. going to push, yeah. push it out the yeah. way, or at least – at least you know put put it down and start writing it in in a book or something that we can have it for later you're mm-hmm. gonna lose all that stuff dude and yeah, I, I got a bunch of friends who just write it. your eyes are tired by the end of it <laughs> yeah and and it gets to the point where a lot of and dan he'll post so much stuff throughout the day where it's just like he's just dominating the feed and, and then he's posting so much and i'm like dude this is good though that's the thing it's good but it's gonna if you're not saving yeah. this somewhere in a document and trying to, you know, put it to where it's the best way to receive, that's the way for me. I've got, right. dude, we, like I've got tons and tons of knowledge and studying that I've done over the years and teachings about like all, all the stuff we're talking about. Like I can do Bible studies on this stuff and show why I believe mm-hmm. uh, in this stuff. And I have scriptures and lines upon lines and precepts and I can teach it, but I want to make sure that like I, I want to do it, but I want to make sure it's done in the best way. Um, we could definitely do it in a podcast through discussion. People are going to hear it, you know, but a lot of stuff is going to go overlooked. So I'm trying to find the best way to, and I'll do it in my music partly there, but the actual teach it, whether it should be like, I don't know if it should be a Bible study lesson and say, okay, and here's the verses and here's the, the chapters or in a form of a documentary and have the scriptures going throughout there and have the videos of what I'm talking about. Like, I'm trying to find new, more creative ways to share the info that I've studied throughout the year. So there's a lot less studying being being done now for me, and it's more of like how do I present the stuff that I've all, God's already given me I think versus begging him for more right revelation. Now. Yeah, I agree. Not in any way saying like, oh, wow, we have arrived. I'm not saying that, but I keep meeting people who are like, well, how do you know all this stuff? And I'm like, oh, I don't really know that much. They're like, well, you know a lot of stuff that I don't know. I'm like, well, and I think what, what your business model is really good is that you put out a lot of free content, but then you also have a Patreon and some premium stuff that people can support yeah. you through. And they're going to, people, it's just something about human nature. Like people don't appreciate things that they didn't pay for. Oh yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah. why you've got an Ian Clayton disc set that costs $60 and people yeah. pay it because mm-hmm. they value this man that spent his whole life seeking God and he has his own revelation yeah. about how to do it. And it's great. It's not the thing for everybody, but it's really good. Yeah. And it's very valuable. And I think that's something that we need to get over the false humility of like never having anything for sale in a, in a way, like never having any 
um, value on what God has given you. But at the same time, I like Alex Jones's method of just broadcasting as much as you can every day. You know, I'm doing a show every day now on Fringe Radio Network, um, just making it free, but then having stuff that people can value. That's mm-hmm. not just like, could you please give me a little bit of money? Like that. <laughs> Being like, look, here's a book that I worked on that took my whole life to write. Mm-hmm. Here it is. And here's my life story. And then here's some secret videos about the <laughs> inner sanctum of truth and knowledge. We should both yeah. have one of those. Like, yeah. do oh. you want to know the secrets? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but I mean, with humility, like, you know, making it, I'm not going to pretend to be some kind of a guru, but yeah, I've spent my whole life just doing weird things and learning about weird stuff. And, and it's, it's awesome. I want to share it. I want people to learn even from my mistakes and learn from, but you the, want to find the so best you don't way have to, to travel it. all around Asia and stuff. You want to find the best way to share it. And so, and that's why you wrote a book about yeah, some, yeah. some, hello, what did you, what is that? A headphone? Michael Basham, what are you doing? Okay, I can hear you, but there's like a 10-second delay. Really? I'm listening to you through my phone. My, you my must be listening to totally me on, on YouTube or something. Can you hear well, me? Yeah, well, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up then. This is a good place to wrap the show. It'll um, come back in a minute. You keep talking, man. Okay, so um, Hunter, I'm thanks for calling, brother. to the YouTube feed. Yeah, that's you All listening. Right, dude. All right, let's wrap it up, man. Bless you, man. All Bless right, you guys. <laughs> Michael Basham, ladies Live and gentlemen. Live radio, everybody. Michael Bashman, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's insane. So anyway, thank you guys for watching this video. We had fun. Um, this was kind of something just that was um, makeshift. We didn't know that we were going to do it. And uh, tried a couple times and failed at it, but ended up getting it working again. If anybody has any um, suggestions for guests to come on the show, to, to have uh, for me to sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with these people and, and, and you know, pick their brain or whatever, uh, send, send me those emails out. And I've got a couple of them in the inbox that I have to get on top of right now to see about getting some guests on and uh, to stay on top of it, man. So with that being said, thank you guys who have been supporting on, on, on Patre- Patreon, everybody who's in the, in the chat room right now, everybody saying the con words about my music and stuff like that. I, I see y'all's messages. Uh, thank you guys so much for the encouragement. And I, I do have some really cool stuff on the way. I am working hard on, on the music and uh, and some other things that I'm, getting ready to put out there and i've got a couple songs that are going to be going up on patreon really soon uh thank you guys for the support if you want to support and support the channel support the podcast support the music support me head on over to patreon.com backslash truthseeker and uh you get rewards by doing so uh there's a bunch of cool stuff click the link in the description with that i'm gonna say peace and shalom and i think i may be back tomorrow with another exciting podcast so we'll holler at y'all later shalom shalom peace peace Hey, you can't hear me? Mm-hmm. You can't hear me? 
Um, oh, yeah. My sound is broken. I'll call you back. I'll call you back.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.